3: And we are live here on the Voice of Wrestling Flagship Podcast. I'm Rich Craig alongside, as always, the king of banter, Mr. Joe Lanza. Joe, you promised an update on the dishwasher. I am I'm at the edge of my seat I, I'm with bated breath figuring out what happened with this dishwasher. Please update us on the dishwasher saga.
0: You're so anxious to hear about the dishwasher that you don't even give me, you don't even give me a chance to do like the fake greeting.
3: Yeah, I don't care how you're doing. I want to know how this damn dishwasher's going. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm interested in appliance purchases post COVID have been very interesting in my, in my life. And I'm, I'm curious how your (laughs) experience went. Cause, uh, I could tell you from, from, from in-laws, from parents, from other, everybody that I know, if you need something now, just don't because it's not good to need anything. So I'm very curious how you went and, and, and maybe if you figured out a hack if you will, to, uh, how to actually get something during the post COVID era.
0: I'm doing great, Rich. Um, I'm ready to talk about another great week of professional wrestling.
3: How, <laughs> I was going to say, know? do you really want to talk wrestling? Cause I mean, I could talk wrestling if you want, but, um, yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about wrestling. It wrestling, sucks. <laughs> it's not good.
0: <laughs> wrestling fucking stinks. It's so okay. It's really bad right now. So, um, I would like to just do three hours on, on what's going, going on around the Lanza and Creech households. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd probably be more interesting than what's going on in pro wrestling right now. But, uh, but yeah, I do have an update on the dishwasher saga. Uh, if you recall, Rich, when I returned from the uh, Lanza vacation, I returned to a home with broken central air and a, uh, and a broken dishwasher couple of weeks back on the flagship took care of the air situation uh but we've been in here doing dishes by hand like little house on the prairie for like the last three weeks like uh like um uh what, what was michael landon's character on little house on the prairie? <laughs> you're asking oh, the wrong I mean, guy i don't know I mean, if i
3: ever watched little house on the prairie To be honest, i'm
0: in here like charles Ingalls scrubbing <laughs> yeah. pans and and uh and cleaning dishes TLB in here like Laura Ingalls right? right right she's got
3: th- she's got like the whole thing going and she's got a rag to damp her sweat cuz she's working so hard you know what I mean she's got the little apron on and her dishwashing gloves and uh, she's <laughs> yeah she's handing you the plates she's washing it you're drying them she's handing you the you know the 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 fine china and your your you you know drying it up and putting it up
0: (laughs) i'm not even in the same room i want nothing to do with that task i'm in the bathroom pretending to take a shit okay i don't want nothing to do with doing dishes this like i said this is not the 1890s why am i doing dishes by hand it's it's ludicrous to be honest with you but uh so we're in here washing dishes by hand like it's the olden times okay can't take it anymore but finally Joe puts on the thinking cap. People are going to be proud of me here, Rich. Okay, yeah.
3: Be- I'm, I'm very curious. You, you were excited about this. This was three or four days ago you said, hey, I have an update on <laughs> that. So I'm, I'm, I know that something worked out well in your favor because you were very excited to talk about it. So yeah, go continue.
0: You know I'm utterly useless around the house. I make no bones about this. I'm not, I'm <laughs> I don't not know how to
3: answer that. Bones. I don't know how to respond to uh, that. But yeah, pr- pretty much. I mean, essentially, uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Useless. Completely useless. I can't fix anything. So... I'm thinking about this and I'm, 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 I'm looking at the dishwasher. I'm, 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 I'm lifting, I'm like lifting, adjusting my belt. So I have my hand <laughs> on my chin, right? I'm like, I have my hand on my chin.
3: So now are you and adjusting I'm, the belt up or down? Like, what do you, what are we doing with the belt adjustment?
0: Well, here? it's a metaphorical belt. Yeah, I yeah. Okay, really okay. Well, belt, You know, you know? Okay, yeah. you know, that thing you do, it, like you adjust the waistband on yeah, your, you kind of go, all right, well, like, ah, business all right, is business what's what's picked on. up.
3: Let's see. You got to you know kind of, yeah, I guess you would hike them up a little bit. You kind of hike them up and then you'd also centralize them too. You That's kinda, the move. Yeah, you yeah. kind of grab both sides and kind of nothing happens. You kind of just go hey, no. da, 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 and then you're you're there but now you're you've said that you're it's like in basketball. It's like hiking up the shorts in basketball yes. when you're playing defense. Like it, it yep. does nothing but it, it indicates that I ah, business has picked up.
0: Listen, I'm ready to play some D. Right. That's what it tells them, right? And this is saying, "Look, I'm ready to fix something." But <laughs> right. what, what it really is is, I don't know what to do with my hands because I feel helpless. And it's a uh, you could do a, a slap.
3: Sp- you could do like, a, "All right, let's go here." Like you can you can you can rub them together. I think that's a good well, way. Whether too.
0: whether you're doing the waist adjustment, the slap, or the chin rub, it's all body language saying, no, I, "I don't feel know what helpless. I'm doing."
3: Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. So.
0: Right. So I'm sitting there doing that, and I'm rubbing my chin, but then I'm thinking. And I keep pressing the start button, which I've done 10,000 (laughs) times. Wait a minute. I haven't. I
3: I, I figured (laughs) it out, honey.
0: (laughs) Maybe it'll start this time, right? (laughs) just didn't hit start. Um, But I'm thinking, I don't think there's any power going to this thing. Okay. So I start thinking. So I check under the sink where, you know, the outlet. It's plugged in. So that wasn't it. It wasn't as simple as that. And how would it have come unplugged anyway? Let's be honest. That would be weird, right? But then I thought to myself. If I can get other devices that need to be plugged in, I can test that socket, mm-hmm, right?
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Maybe the socket's the problem. And if the socket's the problem, right, we can get like an extension cord and just run the dishwasher through another socket.
3: You're so proud of yourself. I can hear it in your voice. I've never heard you so proud of yourself. That's, that's saying something. Continue. I, 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 I think I see where this is going, but continue.
0: Just for a temporary solution, if nothing else, right? So I start getting things from around the house to try to plug into this fucking socket that's underneath the sink inside of a cabinet like it's not easy to get to, okay? I actually had to get off my feet. I had to like get down on my knees Man. and like lean over and get in there. And I don't know if you knew this, but I have I don't know how you would know this. I have extremely sharp and bony knees. And it is very uncomfortable for me to uh to get down on knees or anything like that because of these extremely pointy and sharp bones i have protruding out of my knees if i were an <laughs> is MMA, sharp
3: fighter, knee a thing i don't think i've ever heard of a, a sharp, sharp knee. knee but okay all right yeah,
0: this is a thing in mma people who have <laughs> it
3: should sh- be pretty round right <laughs> it's, it's people
0: who have sharp bones that like they shave them down so they don't cause themselves to bleed over and over anyway i've got these sharp knees so it's very uncomfortable for me to get down there but so i get like the can opener and plug it in i get like a fucking nightlight and plug it in both the top and the bottom of the socket I'm feeling so smart. Nothing works in this socket. I've identified the problem. We've got a blown fucking socket under the sink, right? So I immediately call TLB at work. She's in the middle of a work day. I'm <laughs> You're like, honey, please her.
3: drop everything.
0: Yeah. She's in I the middle of out, like yeah. – She's in the middle of trying to get, like, this big promotion, too. And yeah, I'm she's like, transacting
3: oh. millions of dollars yeah. in your- here.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm calling her work to tell her that I've identified the issue. I'm telling her to get on Amazon and order a fucking extension cord so we can run this thing until we – So, so uh, we get the electrician out here, right? And I'm all happy because I can finally tell another man that I have correctly diagnosed some sort of man issue, which I'm never able to do, right? I just look like a complete dope. When, when it comes to cars or stuff around the house, right? So I'm explaining this to him, and I'm all proud of myself, and I'm beaming. And you notice this is where the story turns. So I'm like, I've got, I've got this all figured out. You don't even – listen, I'm going to save you half the time. This socket's not working. That's why you're here. And while you're here, we got to – and he's like, hold on a second. He goes over to the kitchen cabinet, right? And he flips on a light switch. There's a light switch in the corner by my kitchen
4: cabinet. Uh. That controls the socket that the dishwasher was plugged into. And then he presses the
0: start button and the dishwasher turns oh, on. Oh, my God. <laughs> this entire
4: time for three weeks, <laughs> the dishwasher has simply been turned off. Now, how did that happen,
3: though? Was that, was that like a pre-vacation turn all the lights off thing? Where maybe you guys were just going through and just, hey, make sure everything's off and, and and just throwing stuff down. or I don't know. Yeah, that's.
0: TLB turned it off.
3: Okay. Oh. She, she said. We're not naming names, but
1: we're not pointing I've fingers. But...
0: I have never touched that switch. Okay. Apparently, that switch used to control the garbage disposal as well. But the garbage disposal, like any garbage disposal, broke like within six months of buying the house, because those things are terrible and they're useless. Mine's it still was good. Break.
3: Mine's still good, but now I'm very worried. You, do you use it, it? I do. I do all the time. Yeah, I use it pretty frequently. But now I'm not. I'm now I'm stung. never going to use it again. Now that you've mentioned it. So,
0: so I had that thing, instead of replacing it, I just had it torn out of there. Yeah. So I've never
4: thought about that switch since. It's just always been on. But she was like cleaning the wall or something mm, and she turned it off. Got it. Got it.
0: And this whole time, We've been scrubbing pots and pans and cleaning dishes because we, and shopping for dishwashers, by the way.
3: Thank God. Can you imagine?
0: Could you fucking imagine?
3: The guy comes in and installs out. it, plugs it in. It's this brand new. You know, you probably have to wait like three months to get it, because it's impossible to get anything. It's way more expensive than it needs to be because everything's in high demand. The guy comes and plugs it in. Eh, not working, huh? That's just weird. And he walks over, flips that switch on, it turns on, and you're brand new. And you you can't I mean at that point you're too far gone. The guys come in and installed it. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. That would just be so much worse. Can you imagine? Your th- I mean you would have to try to sell it to yourself of hey well you know this dishwasher's pretty nice like look at all the features and you' like you would have to sell it to yourself because you know God damn it we just spent you know x amount of money uh, on this brand new dishwasher and all the problem was was this fucking light switch so
0: so as noted of course she was looking at the most expensive dishwashers imaginable
3: yeah oh, wi-Fi enabled and yeah yeah, yeah.
0: smart dishwashers <laughs> right.
3: okay start it while you're on your way home from work you can hit a button and you can go right
0: yeah. Nobody needs that. No. So it would have been an utter disaster. So I went from feeling like the smartest man on earth who has finally accomplished something around the house, aside from changing light bulbs, to feeling like the dumbest man on earth. Because who's the person here when the electrician's here? Not the person who turned off the switch!
4: <laughs> no. Me. So I look like the dummy. So that is how the... Uh, dishwasher situation
0: was uh came to a conclusion same dishwasher we simply turned it back on three weeks of dishpan hands
3: <laughs> hey Humiliating. yeah that is that's that's tough yeah it, it's in one sense it's like you feel good because okay easy problem we don't have to buy a whole new dishwasher all that sort of stuff but like it's almost in some cases kind of worse like you, you almost would be better off in, like, your own mental headspace, just, like, buying a new dishwasher, just never knowing that that was the issue, you know what I mean? Like, the installer doesn't even say anything, he flips the switch on, even if he notices, or just by accident you guys flip the switch on in the, in the time that the guy's installing it, and, then like, it would have just been a lot better. You just would have said, ah, damn, dishwasher broke, whatever, guys, you know what I mean? Like So, yeah. you know, that, it would have been, I mean, yes, it would have been, like, a, a much more damage to your checkbook, and much more damage to the wallet, and all that sort of stuff, but you would have never known... How dumb and how easy the problem was, and that that sometimes is worse than anything. I
0: even got a hold of an extension cord just to run the old one temporarily, but it was a two-prong extension cord, and I needed a three-prong, so I didn't, couldn't even get that right. So, just <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't even work out. <laughs>
3: <God damn it. laughs> just, yeah, you can't do anything. You are you are I, pretty I, worthless. I really yeah.
0: Can yeah totally worth it except up in the bedroom you know what I'm saying but otherwise... <laughs> that's, that's
3: in the house hey you ever said around the house that you know
0: that is in the house, yeah, but I do a tremendous job there, but in terms of fixing things um uh yeah just as you can see it's a it's an absolute fucking dumpster fire anytime anything goes wrong around here but uh look, if you're gonna humiliate yourself, you have to come on the air and humiliate yourself to thousands upon thousands of people as well, okay that's part of uh what people enjoy about the uh about this show, so Absolutely. we humiliate ourselves for three hours a week.
3: Yeah, so. not only just because we watch pro wrestling and uh, talk about it for three hours every single week, but also because yeah, stuff in our real life uh, it will will sometimes come and humiliate us too. So yeah, it's it, it's good. But uh, yeah, this is a humiliating week of uh, of pro wrestling <laughs> as as they really have always, uh, not always been, but have been over the last year and a half or so. It is yet another week where I, I wonder what the hell we're doing. I, I'm I'm searching for anything of pro wrestling that gets me excited and gets me. Feeling juiced and interested or whatnot, and and it, I gotta tell you, Joe, it's not it's not working. I know you you checked in on some New Japan, uh, and I have not seen New Japan recently. I, I've kind of sworn off uh, empty arena New Japan or, or, or clap crowd in New Japan uh, for a little while. I might jump back in, uh, but right now I just can't do it. Uh, has have you seen anything that you've liked over the last? Uh, you you did a pretty aggressive catch up uh, today, right, for, with New Japan?
0: Oh, I've, I've been. I mean, I watched the last two shows, the twenty second, and the twenty third the and shows. Um, I'm, I'm, I pretty much kept up. I mean, I haven't really fallen behind. But yeah, I'm, I'm completely caught up on New Japan. Yeah. What do you want to know? Uh,
3: just anything that's really kind of gotten you going. I mean, I know I watched a few of the uh, the Young Lion things. I watched Um Ua Uemura versus man, who did he face? Oh Suzuki. I watched that match. I watched a few other ones, and those were okay. Those were pretty good. And the, of the one show that I watched, I watched a show all the way through. Uh, completely forgettable show at this point, and that was the best match of the entire show, which uh, uh, did not bode very well. But, yeah, how, how are those Young Lion Trial Series going? Because I have not seen all of them yet.
0: They've been okay. I mean, they're fine. I the, the problem with them is they're all going about 12, 13, 14 minutes, and a lot of them are just 50-50 good pro wrestling matches, right? But that's not what I want out of those matches. They're, these are they are not officially Trial Series matches. I know everybody's calling them that just because that's what they feel like. You know what I mean? But it's essentially the same sort of thing It's the Young Lions in singles matches Against the established guys You don't have to call it a trial series But that's really what these are And it, I, I don't want a 13-minute 50-50 match Against, I don't know, Zack Sabre Jr. Or or Taiichi in this kind of match I don't want that I want to watch these kids get bullied I want to watch the stars toy with them I want to see the stars uh, slap them around and and And, and you know or the opposite end of the the other, the other style of match that works in this scenario is what Kenny Omega used to do. Remember those Kenny Omega matches against Juice Robinson and Jay White when they were Young Lions, where Juice Robinson and Jay White took Kenny Omega to the limit? And, and, and it, it, because Kenny – because the idea was Kenny wasn't taking them seriously, and, uh, and then they almost caught him, and they almost beat him. That works too. Uh, that – or bullying these guys like Shibata used to get in there and just destroy them in 30 seconds. That always works. Um, but a 50 50, 13 minute match, I mean, it, I don't know. It's just not what I want out of this kind of match. So uh, I've seen them all now. The ones I liked best were Okada versus Suji. Uh, Great Okan versus Suji was another one I liked because Okan really bullied him. Um, and I think the Ibushi match on the 23rd against Uamura was interesting too. Because those are really the only three that have kind of broken the formula. I was very disappointed in Suzuki in his match. That's one of the ones you said you saw. Yeah, I, I- did.
3: I did see that one, and while I thought it was one of the best matches on that entire show, just because it was a pretty forgettable show, I didn't love the match either. Because yeah, I don't. I don't think Minoru Suzuki, and 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 I know that they think pretty highly of Yu and as as many of us do, and we all think that this guy you know has the ability to be a pretty big deal in new Japan when you know, when he's, when he's ready to go and uh, when they've kind of, you know, seen him through the excursion or whatever they're going to do. But you like, I don't want Minoru Suzuki, like giving this guy, like 40% of a match. Like I, I want Minoru Suzuki just absolutely killing this boy and, and, and just destroying him in five minutes or whatever. That, that's the style I want. I want him just getting stretched and bullied and he's left, you know, battered and beaten and Suzuki's just laughing as he's walking back. I mean, that I think does way more than, you know, him going, you know, 40, 60 with Minoru Suzuki for, for 15 minutes or whatever that, that, especially yeah, especially Suzuki. Right, right. Of all of all guys that should just go out there and just slap and stretch these guys like like idiots. It should be him. Like like you said, the Kenny Omega style that he did a few years ago was awesome because he would come in and he wear his T-shirt. And he'd be like, who the fuck's this guy? I can't believe you're making me face this guy. OK, fine, whatever. And then he'd get caught because it was like, oh, shit, this guy's actually better than I thought he was. OK, now I'll, I'll have to get serious. And then he hit a trigger and one wing angel and then he put him away or whatever. I don't even want Suzuki to have one second where he thinks that. I want Suzuki to bell the ring and him immediately just say, I'm going to kill this kid. How dare you get in my ring with me? And it wasn't yeah. that. It was, it was you know, it's, it's and that has been a problem with a lot of New Japan that, that I've watched as of late. And, and the reason why I kind of asked you uh, about it is uh, it, it just seems like it's just long for the sake of long, a lot of their stuff. And it just, it, it, it really bores me.
0: Well, I think because they're five match shows, they feel like the matches have to have some length to them to give the paying customer their money's worth. So I think that's part of the problem too. If they were doing these kinds of matches on a typical eight match cork in, in normal times, okay. They'd be the two openers and they'd probably be six minutes long. And we'd probably be getting the style of match that we're talking. For about. Sure. You know, but, but, and, and, you know, they can't do that right now because if they give you two matches that are five minutes long, there's only three matches left. And, you know, it's, it, this is why the main events have been, have felt like they've, taking an eternity, too. I watched the Never, the Never Six-Man title match was the main event on the 22nd, and the uh, Junior Tag Team title match uh, was the main event on the 23rd, which was a title change, by the way. Less than zero buzz. Nobody's watching this stuff. And those matches just... I don't even know the match lengths, but they, were, they felt interminably long. And it doesn't help with the clap crowds and that there's 600 people there or whatever, either. I mean, that makes it feel longer. And um the, the junior tag match in particular, I mean that was a straight up two-star special. I mean, there was nothing to that match. They worked a totally wrong style for for a clap crowd. Um, you know, and the never six man match, those, you know, they always work hard in those matches, but I can't call either one of them like very good matches or anything like that. Um, and again, it's also the atmosphere. It's the same things that we always talk about that plague New Japan right now. You know, it's hard to watch. And I've been skipping you know, I'm not watching the shows in their entirety. If you think I'm sitting through a fucking, I don't know, an L.I.J. six man or something, you're out of your mind. Like I I watch Young Lions stuff at the start, and then I watch the main event if it's a title match. If the main event's not a title match, I don't even watch that. I blow that off. I just it just I can't do it. It's depressing watching New
1: Japan right now.
3: It is, yeah. And that's why I've kind of thought it's been better for me to just, you know, kind of not watch it and kind of see what people think. And if people recommend a match, I'll go and check it out. But I, I can't do the full shows anymore. I just can't. And and I hope pretty soon I can. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be, and it doesn't seem like it's uh, going to be anytime soon. I mean, I'm still going to obviously watch the entire big shows and, and stuff like that. But the days of, like, you know, sitting down and making sure I watch, you know... Every Kazuna road tour match, I mean that's just our show that's just not happening anymore it's just it they're they're just depressing to watch they're just absolute slogs to watch, especially in america as as little by little we're starting to get. You know, I'm able to watch basketball with a full giant arena and everyone's going nuts. I'm able to watch, watch baseball in a full giant stadium and everyone's going nuts. I'm able to watch you know AEW and now they're going to be in front of full you know stadiums going nuts and WWE in, in another month will be in front of it and it's just it, it's so hard to go back to it. And I, I feel bad that we're making the same complaint uh, you know week after week after week, but it's just it, it it's it just drags it just drags the whole product down. It's just terrible. So yeah, it like if there's going to be less New Japan talk you know moving forward on this show, that's it's one of the reasons why it's just it's it's. It's just hard to watch. It's just not interesting. Well, they got to watch. they
1: got
0: they got about nineteen fucking dome shows coming up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like the ma- the major shows. I mean, that's kind of a slightly different animal. I mean, they're not exactly the pillars of excitement either. But at least you're going to get big matches and and the big title. I got hiccups all of a sudden. Big title matches and whatnot. Um, but you know, the other thing I'm thinking, watching this main event from the 23rd. I guess that would be yesterday's show. The 23rd. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rapongi 3K is the stalest act in wrestling. I mean, I just cannot take this tag team anymore. And, and I don't even – I've got nothing against either guy, but that is a tag team that is so beyond their shelf life and long in the tooth at this point. It is the same shit year after year. Rich, you have any doubts they're winning the junior <laughs> tag team tournament later this year? I think
3: you asked me that question in, in in 2019 and 2020, I think both times. I said, no, they can't do it again, and then they did it again both those times. I mean, they're they're definitely going to, and it's... I can't believe they brought that team back. I honestly cannot believe that, that after all, you know, Yo's injury and all that sort of stuff, everybody was like, all right, well, when Yo comes back, he's gonna have to turn or Sho's gonna turn on Yo or Yo's gonna join L I J and all that. they just team up and then they just win the titles. It's just like business as usual. Nothing, you know, no problem. Just same old and they lose the titles here. Uh, you know, I've watched I, I haven't seen the whole match, but I've seen some gifts. And it's like, yeah, they roll out of the ring and they're done, and then they'll they'll as you said, at the end of the year, they'll come and they'll win the junior tag league. They'll go to Wrestle Kingdom, they'll They'll probably win the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. It's just, yeah, I'm with you. I, I cannot believe that they brought that team back together. I think it's it's doing a disservice to both guys. I mean, Show in particular, we saw what he can do uh, away from Yo, and, and, and I've always been a Yo guy. Uh, I've had to admit in the last year that Show's probably the guy from the team, but like I think that there's there's more value in Yo than just being one half of Rapungi three k. I think there's something you could do with that guy, and, and we know that there's something you could do with Show. And it's just yeah, it's unbelievable that that, that there's still a team. It just shows, and, and that's been a problem with New Japan for 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 a decade now at this point of just never really knowing what to do with tag teams, never really knowing you know kind of when to move tag teams on or when to really do something. But it, it is it's pretty glaring with Yo, Show and Yo. I mean they they are, and and the thing with Show and Yo is. You know, you look at those guys and you think, "Oh, you know, they're, they're young guys; they got time." No, they're not. They're not young. Like they're one of those guys is what aren't they thirty five and thirty three?
0: Yo. Yo is thirty three and Sho is thirty one. They are. That's
3: not that young. <laughs> like you they're, know,
0: just they're, mean, just a, they're just a, they're just a couple of years younger than Okada,
3: right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I I think at some point you gotta, you know, that bump card's getting getting, you know, punched a bunch. Maybe maybe if you're gonna do it with show, do it now. Like, uh, yeah, it's very strange. Very, very
0: strange. It's just the team is stale and and the other thing about it is um uh I lost my train of thought. Oh, and, and the team itself, I mean when you think about Rapongi 3K, they've been you know, they came back from excursion about five years ago or whatever it was, and they've been a team since and they've been constantly in the title picture. Every moment that they've been back. Oh, they're
3: one of the I most mean, accomplished, like in a kayfabe standpoint. Teams, they're yeah. one of the, the most, you know, established and and and, and heralded teams ever. I mean, if you just from a kayfabe standpoint, they've right. won multiple yeah. tag leagues, had the titles five or six times or whatever. I mean, they've been dominant for five years. They've
0: won that junior tournament, whether it's a league or a knockout, multiple times. They've won the tag titles multiple times, and they've and from the moment they returned, I mean, their return was the junior tag tournament, and they swept through it and won it. And then won the titles. They were undefeated uh, for months and months upon their return. And um, but when you think about it, for a team that's always been in the mix, they don't have like this super long catalog of great matches. No, I mean, you think about the Bucks. The Bucks match where um, Matt Jackson sold the back is probably their best match, um, off the top of my head. And they probably have a couple more that you know were low level, but they have no match of the year contenders, not a single one. Okay. And you know, they've probably got a couple other low level notebook uh, but you you can't list off like think about it in your head right now if you're listening or if you're rich, list me off a litany of a half a dozen great rapongi three k out. it just yeah, struggle it
3: it struggles, yeah. and as you know, as I'm thinking about that, I'm also thinking of. I probably can do that with Apollo Fifty Five. I can probably do that uh, with the Time Splitters. I can do that with the Bucks, like you said. I mean, they're, they're, it's you know, I, I can you know, you can go back to to even teams that just jumped in for a little Red bit. Dragon. You know? Red Dragon, yeah, Motor City Machine Guns that would come in every so often and, and and do some stuff. I mean, yeah, it is you know, fuck Abushi and, and Omega when they were doing their. their I mean, you, there's
0: when those when those Gaijin teams were on, were were uh, dominating the junior title tournament. A lot of people complained. Uh, and, and whatnot. But those openers on those big shows ruled yeah, everything. They were incredible.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When it was the Red and Dragon Young Bucks versus uh, Time Splitters every single month for, for two years, whatever, we would come on this show. Whatever, yeah. And say, God damn, they're doing this match again. And then we'd, you know, review the show and go, God damn, they had a great match again. <laughs> and they're gonna do it again, but who cares? It's great. So yeah, they, they came out there every single night and and every big show opener, they went out there for you know fifteen to sixteen minutes and fucking you know, did an incredible match and it was awesome. And it was a great table setter for the rest of the show. Uh yeah, I mean those I can I can I can remember some of the matches that those I, guys I'm had.
0: not saying that rapongi three K has bad matches. No, I'm not no, saying no. they're a bad tag team. What I'm saying is they're the kings of the three and a quarter star special. That's what they are. At, at they- the,
3: at, given how much they've been pushed and how accomplished they are, you think off the top of your head that they would be, that you could say, like I said, in a kayfabe sense, they're like one of the most accomplished, one of the greatest junior teams ever. But would you with a straight face if I said, Joe, is is, is Roppongi 3K one of the best junior tag teams in, in, in New Japan or in Japanese wrestling history? You would laugh at me. You'd say, no, there's no way. Get out of here. They're, you know, and they probably should be at this point after being five years in the mix, uh, you know, in the top of the, the, the mix. And yeah, they just, they haven't been.
0: Yeah. I mean,
4: I mean, me personally, I've probably enjoyed the uh, Kanemaru Despi team more over the same period. Um,
0: that might be controversial; it might not be, but I just don't think the thing about Rapongi 3K is they've they've always been better on paper than in practice. I think, and at this point, and, and right now, I'm, I'm be- i know I'm I'm beating on them right now. I understand that. But because they do think they're stale, I think that as an act it's an it's i think it's the most stale act in major league professional wrestling with with the possible exception of like the Miz or something like that. you know what I mean so um th- that that could be why I'm being real hard on them right now, but I'm just sick of them. I'm sick of them as a team. I'm sick of them being in the title mix. They feel like they the, the only change that we've seen in this team over the past five years is now they have entrance music that's like some kind of piano ditty.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which is all-time bad theme music, by the way. This theme music is is atrocious.
0: I don't really have a take on the music, but I mean, other than that and a minor, like, gear change since Yo came back from injury, it's the same fucking shit over and over, you know? So, I I don't know. I I think it's... I, I hate having this conversation over and over, but it's time to break this fucking team up. I don't care if one turns on the other. I don't care if they just politely part ways. I don't care what you have to do. I don't care if one of them jumps to fucking gleet. That's your cue for a transition, Richard. There we go. All I care about is this team fucking ends. Next <laughs> let's,
3: topic. Let's, so are we still doing the gleet thing or are we going to call it great? What, what are we doing here? I, I want to make what sure that I we supposed are.
0: supposed to call it? It's spelled gleet. <laughs> I
3: think you're supposed to call it great. But I think, and I just want to establish this right now, I think you and I should continue calling it gleet.
4: Um m- mostly it's spelled with an L. <laughs> I understand. Why that. would I say great? <laughs> I understand that. There's
3: uh some cultural reasons why it is pronounced great and not Gleat.
0: Okay, is seedling really seed ring?
3: That I don't know, actually. <laughs> so that's a great with question. With
0: all the fucking L's that's in a a good, name,
3: that's a that know? is a tremendous question uh for the, 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 the fine folks at uh, jumping bomb audio on the voice wrestling podcast network, Taylor and Aaron. I do not know. If it is seedling, I've always called it seedling, but now that you mention it... Everyone says
0: that, not just us. Like, <laughs> now that you mention I...
3: it, that might not be a bad idea. Um, but I, I just want to establish what what bit we're going to do here moving forward with Gleet. I am all, all right. in favor of calling it Gleet. I just want to make sure you're in favor of that.
0: All I, No, listen. I am referring to this promotion as Gleet until an authentic Japanese person tells me it's wrong. Okay, Because I think it's Gleet. Um... Also, I'd like to add that this isn't going to be much of a problem because after this <laughs> segment, I'm probably never going to talk
3: about Glee again. Oh, because- no, come on. Well, so first, you, this is a big step, Joe. You've first off acknowledged Glee, which is good because <sighs> all I've news. wanted you to do, similar to the tribal, tree, uh, tribal chief Roman Reigns, who. Um, no, to- him, Uh-oh. One uh oh.
4: Yeah, hold on. Hold on. All right, all right. Come here. What, what's up?
5: Is mommy? I saw him in his car, and he worked at a bank with him. And I saw his house, and he has like an evil granny game.
4: I have no clue what <laughs> you're talking about. Like None.
5: A, like an evil granny game. Uh,
4: who are you talking about?
5: Someone works at his, at mommy's Someone
0: bank, who works at mommy's bank. And I know. Okay.
5: And I know. Oh, this name. is
0: a heat, huh? Do I got to go uh-oh, break something? Oh, I next? was gonna say, uh oh. Who is this guy? I know his. name. Listen, you keep your eye on him you let me know. You see any shenanigans, right?
5: Mommy, um, but he has, like, is like, a nice one.
0: Okay, so there's some guy at Mommy's Bank that showed you a video game?
5: Yes, <laughs> I,
0: I have up. another question. Was Mommy there?
5: <laughs> My, was not, his house was instructed.
0: His house? What that? What are you talking about? <laughs>
5: Uh-oh. i guy who to do his bank. His house was not fully built yet. Because his house was still not built yet.
0: Okay. I have to... I gotta tell you, this is like the worst story I've ever heard. <laughs> so, I don't know what you're talking about.
4: I, I
3: think what I got is the man at at at, at TLB's work uh, right. showed him a video game, but his house isn't built. I don't know how those are related. Yeah, what what I is don't this? I understand the in between that, but I, I get that part at least.
0: Okay, here's the thing. I don't know what you're talking about, and on top of that, you got to hit the bricks because I'm on the air. So beat it. All right. I have no idea what any of that. You got to
3: find out. That's that could be a problem.
0: I have no idea what a word of that meant. That so, was all over the place.
3: <laughs> this kid's got to get um, his shit together. So okay, so this a man at mommy's work showed him a video game. Yeah. And his house isn't constructed yet. And his
0: house isn't built yet. <laughs> so I don't know I, what any of that means.
3: I mean, are we talking is this like a you know what you know what may, what it may have been? I'm just trying to trans I'm just trying to get into this kid's head. It I wonder if he was playing like Animal Crossing or some sort of sim city game or some some sort of sim game you know what i mean to relate those two
0: so maybe the house in the game was that's what
3: i'm thinking maybe but i don't know like i'm thinking the guy showed him like animal crossing and he was like building his animal crossing house or whatever uh,
0: maybe.
1: Does that
3: work? I oh, or it, like it T.L.B. drove sense. with this random guy and looked at his house that's not built yet, which is also uh...
0: all while showing him a video
3: game. <laughs> right? I can't. I can't figure out the video game construction house uh, thing. But um... well,
0: well, here's what's going to happen.
3: Maybe a Minecraft, possibly a Minecraft thing. Maybe that's that's what he was showing him. Does does he know about Minecraft? Every kid knows well, about Minecraft, but does he?
0: No, I I don't let him watch Minecraft videos. Okay, so
3: that, that that may maybe this guy showed him Minecraft, possibly.
0: So. Here's what happens about 45 minutes into the show every week, which actually would be now more like around 90 minutes into the show. TLB will sneak into this room and then because to get to her closet, and she'll change. When she does it this time, I'm going to grill her on whatever this scenario is (laughs) that the kids babbling about because I need to know. What the hell he's talking? I have no clue. He came busting in the room too. Like he, he couldn't wait. He news. could not wait to tell you the story. Yeah, yeah, and that just made no sense whatsoever.
3: I'm, even my before. guess, my guess is it's Animal Crossing. Um, would, would be my guess, but um, he we'll
0: said see. something about a granny. A, a, it's a game with a granny, and the and ha- his house isn't built yet. What the? What's he talking about?
1: <laughs> now sounds
0: sounds like a, a terrible,
3: terrible game. What? What are you interested in, nurse?
2: First of all, Get I over. love Animal Crossing. Uh huh. I'm great at it. Okay. Second of all, you bought Indian food. Uh-huh. I can't find the naan in the fridge.
3: It's over there. It's in the aluminum foil over there. Just oh, call God. it bread.
2: I thought you were going to have to stop this podcast and go buy some.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would I have to stop the podcast to go buy you?
2: Because you purchased Indian food uh-huh. without getting naan. No, I, the
3: naan's there. There's four, Just
2: say four? Bread. There's
3: four pieces of naan there.
2: Have you ever told Joe's story?
3: upset about you calling it naan instead of bread. What do you think Just about say that?
2: say bread. First of all... It's non, you uncultured swine. Second of all, the lady at the Indian food place literally thinks we have a family of four because of the amount of food we purchase each time from her.
0: Well, that, listen, I I can't talk. I'm a gavone myself.
3: So So we're trying to figure out, uh, Joe's uh, Joe's boy ran into the room, and and he had to tell a story about a a man at Mommy's work who showed him a video game. Uh Uh-huh. And then randomly turned into his house. He showed me his house, and it's not built yet; it's still under construction. So oh. we're wondering if those two are related or not. We think it's Animal Crossing, or I think it's Animal Crossing. I could see it sure. be Animal Crossing or Minecraft, is or what. Or
2: he like literally showed him a video game, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm also building this house."
0: That
1: makes no
2: sense. why would you tell a four year old you're constructing a house? a <laughs> yeah, <the> four year old
0: doesn't <laughs> because care. Because maybe them.
2: he was swiping in the pics, and he was like, "Whoa, what's this?" I don't know. He got a hold of think- the iPad and went wild, dude.
0: Do you think the four year old is going to ask you how many square footage?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now, you're putting an in
2: ground pool in this like, thing or what? It's going to be 1,200? Oh, my God. What you paint house per acre?
0: You know. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Is yeah, this think- an
3: attached garage or what are we talking here? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah I see what right. you're
2: saying. Uh, you're right. In Animal Crossing, it takes a little bit to build the house. I'm
3: thinking that's maybe what it is. Because you have
2: to get the supplies. Yeah. Yeah, it's Animal he, Crossing. He said something about a granny too there's a granny yeah, is
3: there, the i movie. don't remember the animal crossing that's kind of what so i was I gonna ask get, you too so, so you got lazy on animal Crossing. So.
2: yeah i as soon as uh the rock climbing gym reopened i dipped on animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> pretty early that was a pretty, pretty pandemic. early pandemic thing yeah, <laughs> oh man if i was gonna get COVID from the fucking hospital i'm gonna go to the climbing gym man come on anyway
4: all right go eat your naan yeah, yeah go <laughs>
2: Thank God,
3: there's non waiting. I can't be in this conversation.
2: Garlic non, Joe. Garlic non. Yeah, yeah, garlic non. It's called garlic bread. No, it's fucking Yeah, if thin. I called it garlic bread, I mean it's that. If I
3: say, I, "Honey, I brought home garlic bread," I'd be
2: like what the fuck is
3: that? You see the confusion? If I said I brought garlic bread home?
0: Get yeah, listen. I'm willing to bet <laughs> that non translates to bread. I,
3: I mean, but this is your gelato thing. It's different though. It's but it's not. Okay, hold on. All uh, right, okay, bring her in, bring her in, bring her in. All right, we got nothing wrestling's terrible, so there's no need to talk about it. She's a big this proponent. Is... Okay, get it get in, oh, in on no, this. No, 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 Explain no. your ice cream to uh, um, yeah, here okay. you go. Here For you go. Joe off, set the stage here. Stop. Calm down, okay,
2: let Joe have the floor. let me hear you out because you're wrong. Go ahead. You are aware that I am
0: I am an Italian man. Correct?
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've been told that once or twice. I've been, I've, I've, I've picked up on it. <laughs> So even
0: as an Italian, I think gelato is a scam because it's just fucking ice cream.
2: No, it (laughs) has lower as, as a, a girl who cannot consume too much lactose. It doesn't have as much dairy in it.
4: Listen, I understand
2: based.
0: I understand the slice has nothing to do with the fruit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fruit.
3: It has to do. I'm gonna take the headphones off. You guys are good. You're good here. You got everything. <laughs> I'm good. Very
0: mixed. Now listen. I understand the slight ingredient difference. Yeah. No. Don't. don't,
3: don't I think you're gonna. No. We can't say
0: gelato. St- look it up on your, ice cream. No. Look it
3: up on it's your phone. Just I can't. ice
0: cream with slightly different. It's still fucking ice cream. No. They it's it it's lighter. They, they want to shake you down for more money. They want to be able to charge you 3.99 for the pint instead of 2.99. So they call it gelato. It's Let- fucking ice this is coming from an Italian.
2: This is coming from an Italian. You're arguing think- with a girl who spent two weeks in Italy and ate ice cream minimally three times. Did you eat ice cream or did you eat gelato? I- ice cream slash gelato. Oh, okay. Minimally three times per oh, day. All right. all right. So your two weeks in Italy outweigh my 40 plus years of life with Italian <laughs> Ice cream That's is... Ice okay. okay. wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I want to... Ice they cream. brought those Roma tomatoes over on the boat. The seeds. The seed- think-
1: <laughs> is that true? I did not know. That's why, kind do of you, interesting, why do you yeah. think
0: New Jersey has the world's greatest tomatoes? Because it's the seeds from Italy when the wasps when the came true? over. I didn't know yeah, that. That's fun true. Fact. We brought those seeds over. We taught the world how to eat. And you're going to tell me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gelato Two is traditionally weeks? made with less fat. Either can be part of a healthy diet when consumed occasionally or in moderation. Uh I don't eat it in moderation. I eat both ice cream and gelato in excess. It's uh the main it's the base of my pyramid of my eating. Um I'm reading that ice cream's airier. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's it just fucking
0: ice cream. It's just ice cream. Stop being scammed by gelato. I am an authentic Italian man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, this is for the world. I'm trying to help people here. As you know, <laughs> Joe Lanza, if nothing else, enjoys helping people. And I'm just trying to help people save a little money. Don't overspend on on, on anything labeled gelato. It's just fucking ice cream. So
2: I, I'm gonna give you this argument at a 75 percent because <laughs> shitty gelato is fucking ice cream. You're right. But I appreciate that. You I appreciate get it. if you get that good ass gelato. Like I go to Elmwood. You don't know what Elmwood Park is, but around here, it's where all the all the Italians live. Um, there's a gelato place there, and it's fucking delicious. And it outweighs any ice cream I've ever had because it's real gelato.
0: I appreciate that seventy-five percent. Yes, and I will also concede that the ingredient mix is slightly different. Oh, okay, this see, is good. See, wow,
2: look at we but, we just came to. This
3: like is like the really... meme. This is the meme with like the big the handshake in there. You know what I mean? Or like. <laughs>
2: But I, I, you are right. If you're going to waste your money on shitty gelato, just buy the ice cream. Because shitty Correct. gelato is just ice cream.
0: Thank you. Supermarket gelato. Is <laughs> supermarket what gelato yeah. is, yeah. Supermarket
2: okay. market gelato. If you're in the supermarket, don't overspend on the gelato. But Because
0: I used to, this all started because I used to send out pictures on Twitter of supermarket gelato and make fun <laughs> of it because it's
2: ice cream. Yeah. I, I'll give you that one. Shitty gelato is just ice cream. But. If you go to the real-deal places, it's legit, then it's worth the gelato money.
0: This is how adults talk. And let me tell you (laughs) something else. Let me tell you something else. Not like that dopey four-year-old that was in here. This is how adults (laughs) talk. We get things done.
2: Well, adults would have told you what fucking video game it was. I know these four-year-olds are, are absolutely You know crazy. what the problem is? I can see it else.
3: in your eye. I can see it in the nurse's eye. She is leaving and going to get gelato and or ice
1: cream I immediately after just this is going to ask over. if
2: we could stop this podcast to go for just some fucking
0: gelato. She's going to put a scoop of gelato on that naan <laughs> on that as soon naan. as she wants it. Ooh, that yeah. sounds
2: amazing. No, it doesn't. It's garlic naan.
4: That, that sounds terrible.
0: Sounds disgusting, but.
2: I'm, I'm willing to try it. Okay. But I'm, right now, the only thing I could get without driving a half an hour, the only thing I get is supermarket gelato. So it's not worth the calories, you know, or the money. All right. Now you can hit the bricks. Go okay, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There it is. The nurse everybody. Enjoy the non. If I said garlic bread, though, it'd, it'd be a complete disaster. Right.
0: Okay. I will also concede this point since I'm in a. Forgiving.
3: Yeah, you're in a good mood. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah.
0: Okay. Non undoubtedly is bread. But it's a specific kind of bread. I'll give you that. Right, right,
3: right. Yeah. If, if I didn't clarify that I would purchased naan, then then it could be an issue. You know what I mean?
0: But I am an uncultured swine. Like, if I had Indian food here, I'd just be like, pass me the bread.
3: You know what right, I mean? Like, right, I'm
0: not, right, right. not going to call it naan. Same thing, like, if we order Chinese food, you know what comes with the chopsticks? Those go right in the garden. Oh, you're not? not
3: okay, eating. okay. Well, that, yeah,
0: I'm getting a fork, okay? I'm not eating with chopsticks because I'm eating Chinese food. That's fucking weird. Now, so,
3: would, would, that, would that change? Like, if you ate sushi, would you eat it with chopsticks?
0: Well, number one, I'm not eating. Sushi I was gonna
3: never. say you don't strike okay. me as a sushi guy. So no, okay, I'm there not eating
0: go. sushi. But no, I'm gonna get a fucking fork. Or how do you eat sushi? With well, yeah, the chopsticks,
3: it. yeah, with the chopsticks.
0: I'm not teaching myself how to use that. That's
3: not bad. I taught myself. Rice. You can do it.
4: Okay, but these. Okay.
3: Yeah, they have the one you can start. They have a kids' one that puts like a rubber band on it, and it makes it a lot easier to do. So. Listen
0: to me. Chopsticks were invented in like the year 900. <laughs> Why would I still use these things? <laughs> We have invented things that are better than chopsticks, so why would I go backwards thousands of years and use this archaic device when I have a when I have plenty of forks in my silverware drawer? I don't understand why people do this. I'm with that. Are you cosplaying? Genghis Khan? What are we <laughs> Genghis
3: doing? Genghis Khan.
0: I, I, I don't understand.
3: <laughs> I am not cosplaying Genghis, Genghis Khan. You and your brother. Well, that was good. That yeah, was going to... Gonna make a sex joke about Genghis Khan, but I remember it, I, it, his sex was less than. uh, uh we'll just... Yeah,
0: isn't Genghis Khan like nine percent of all humans? Yeah,
3: I think like everyone's got, got a little Genghis Khan in them, so he, he repopulated yeah. the world. So
0: listen, I respect it. You know, you're a man of that kind of power. You got to spread your seed. So now I think it's Genghis the way Khan that
3: he went about spreading the seed. I think is probably one of the issues. But yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Joe Lanza's is canceled again. What are you gonna do?
3: <laughs> right.
0: Um. <laughs> All right. So, uh,
3: there we go. We, we, we came to it. That, that, that was fantastic. That was, I thought that was going to be a knockdown war. She had the, the, the screen out. She was scrolling. And then everybody just conceded. So she got hungry and just wanted to concede. So that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, here's the thing, though. Okay. There's, the, you know, the people in the chat room are buzzing. I don't care if authentic Chinese people in China use chopsticks. I'm not Chinese and I don't live in China. So I'm not using the chopsticks. That's my point here. I'm not saying that people in China shouldn't be using chopsticks. I'm saying Joe Lanza should not be using chopsticks. I, I
3: will say as well, the, the food that we, you know that we get as Americanized Chinese food is like not conducive to using chopsticks at all. Like a big hunk of chicken that's like glazed all I mean, just use a fork, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just ease,
0: it's convenience. I learned how to use a fork when I was a boy. What are we <laughs> doing here? I thought I was talking about gleat.
3: <laughs> you want to talk about gleet? Let's talk gleet. Okay. Um, I don't,
0: but you're making me. Well, so, you, so first
3: off, you've had to acknowledge gleet. Um, well, so similar- yeah, it exists. Yeah, I mean, it, it does exist.
0: Listen, the whole gleet doesn't exist. It's like when people say NXT UK doesn't exist. They know it exists, but it's a bit, you know what I mean? So yes, I will concede. I will acknowledge that Gleet does, not fact, Now, exist. I
3: think you and I, we will, now in this episode, we are going to acknowledge that Gleet exists. I, and, and I want to get your opinion on this, I don't think that Caliga Pro exists. I know that they've ran 87 shows this year, this month, alone. I don't think they're real, though.
4: Wait,
0: who's run 87 shows That Caliga
3: Pro, that one that runs every day.
0: Oh, I've watched Caliga, they run daily, yeah, that's a real promotion. That's
3: there. not a real promotion, you're right. They
0: you're run right. every day. I've reviewed their matches. They, uh.
3: That's a real promotion. So it's real um, in yeah. what's I mean, I guess it, it, it actually exists. But like real is, I guess, in, in the eye of the beholder, it is clearly well, a money, wa- a money washing operation that has no thing. no real purpose.
0: Who, who are you to doubt the bodyguard? That's no one. That's
3: true. It is the bodyguard. Yeah. He'd, he'd whip my ass. He'd whip my fucking ass. Yeah, that's true. I forget. I forget the bodyguard runs that shit. So,
0: Caligo was all the rage, but they got canceled for using Dylan James. So, you don't have to. Oh, is run. that what happened?
3: Yeah. Because people were all about Caligo Pro and then they stopped talking about it. Is that, is that what happened?
0: Yes. They were canceled for using uh, Dylan
3: <laughs> James. Caligo Pro is, I'm sure the. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everybody running Caligo Pro, you know. They booked this guy, and then someone said, whoa, 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 guys, no, we can't. Dylan James is... We, have, we yeah. have decorum. There's a sense of decorum here in Caligo Pro, guys. Yeah. We can't yeah. go be booking you know, these guys that, that have questionable pasts. They, they
0: run every day, though, and it's on YouTube for free. So if you're a big Caligo Pro guy, you've mm-hmm. got wrestling to watch every day. So, and a lot of these uh, low-level indie scummers and X. Ex- you know, uh, guys that are from promotions that have died and whatnot, they've got a place to work every
3: day. And now when you say they're running every day, I just want to point out that Joe is not being facetious. They no, run every day. They run every day. day. <laughs> yeah. run every, day.
0: <laughs> every single day. Yeah.
3: Why? I don't know.
0: They got their little building, the Kaliga, what's it called? The uh, It's got
3: what's a, what's a cool name building? to it. I forget. I, I It's some yeah. sort of Kaliga. Uh... Yeah. Kaliga <laughs> something or another, yeah. It, yeah. is, it is a wild, wild promotion that uh, I, I can't – I guess I will address that, that it, it, it does exist. But the uh, – the, uh, oh, Caligo Studio. I thought it was a lot cooler than that. It's just Caligo Studio. So it's not all
0: that cool. It's not all that cool. Oh. Yeah.
3: Tanazaki Dolphin cool. was on the last show. Yeah, Andy Wu so and the them. bodyguard in their main event.
0: I'm telling you, it's not that bad.
3: Bambi versus Saki.
0: That's, well, that sounds you know, terrible. Can't
3: you can't all be <laughs> Billy can't Ken Kid. Oh, oh, hold on a minute! I, I, I don't know those probably, guys are in there. Well,
0: listen, there's stuff you got to skip, but it's it. Sometimes it's not that bad. Okay. Like I listen every now and then when I'm totally caught up and there's no baseball on. You know, maybe once a week or so, I'll look at the last few Caliga shows and I'll see if there's something worth you know watching. You know, is their YouTube page still active? They because they are putting shows up every day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I believe so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. so you know it's not that bad it does, they don't
3: have an uh, like an actual link so when you go to uh when you go to cage match like you know i mean like how some channels like our channel will be like youtube.com slash voices of wrestling or whatever like i guess they don't have enough followers to do that yet so it's just youtube.com slash percent sign e3 percent sign a2 percent sign p3 it's just their long ass you know how every promotion has yeah. like you know yeah. there's just a yeah. long ass url yeah no it's just yeah no perfect. Uh...
0: Yeah. <laughs> no mini link. What do you call it? The, uh, no, yeah, uh, uh yeah. hyperlink. Uh, what do you call the link? The, the shortened link? What do you call it? Just the short
3: a, link or whatever. Yeah. You call yeah. it a short link. Or something you something.
0: call it a yeah. short link. I yeah, just I said, so. myself yeah. it's called. they don't do that. They just keep the got whole no time for that. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. all
3: there. It's, it's incredible. So
0: percentage, percentage, exclamation, <laughs> percentage, percentage, <laughs> <Right. laughs> nine seven four percentage exclamation hyphen yeah like that yeah and there's like a thousand characters yeah that's it's just so yeah that, that's kaliga
3: but that's kaliga and they are real I, I will now address that they are real because we have addressed that gleet uh, is also real so tying this all in 45 minutes ago we were talking about show and yo uh yeah. show is going to appear at gleets July 1st, Tokyo Dome City Hall Show. Uh, you have exclusive details about that over at patreon.com slash Voices Wrestling about how it happened, who let it happen, who was involved in making it happen, who was also considered to be on that show and all that sort of stuff, but uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, that show's going to be there. He's going to be facing Ito. Uh, it'll be one of Gleet's uh, UWF rules matches. So the show itself is not going to be one of the UWF shows, which I guess we'll have to explain that uh, here in a bit, but it is going to be contested under UWF rules, This the show versus Ito match.
0: I think it's an eight match show and four are Glee rules. Yeah. Four are UWF rules. It makes me sick talking about Gleet, first of all. I just want you to know that. But um What, what can because, I let
3: you know that I watched a lot of Gleat today?
0: Okay, listen. I watched like four or five
3: Glee matches. So
0: I watch tons of fucking pointless, useless wrestling. I can't bury it. <laughs> because Gleat is not gonna exist. It's only a matter of time. This is my point on Glee. Look at the people in charge of it. It's a vagabond group of fucking wrestlers who bounce from dead promotion to dead promotion leaving dead promotions in their wake. The guys on the top of this pyramid, okay? There is a graveyard of dead promotions left in these men's wake. It's owned by Ledette, which doesn't exactly have the strongest history. It's just another one of these fly-by-night dopey Japanese promotions
4: that I will acknowledge the existence of but I will not pay any real attention to uh, unless they exist for five years five years five years okay,
3: so five years from the 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 opening of Gleet is what look you're what saying.
0: else yes look what else is working against them We're because still on v- we're still on
3: uh, a vO is, is like all their shows are still like pre-shows technically yes. they haven't officially said that they've had a v1 they haven't had they haven't technically had their quote unquote first show yet they're all VO shows, all these ones so far so
0: they're one of these groups that doesn't even run regularly they are starting up during a fucking pandemic that isn't going away anytime soon in Japan, okay? They're owned by LaDette. The guys at the top are all fucking blood-sucking hustlers.
1: (laughs) How dare you?
0: Who have killed countless other promotions. (laughs) You leave Kaz
3: Hayashi alone.
0: And listen, when this thing inevitably dies, they're going to bounce to the next set of money marks and uh, start something up. And the same thing is inevitably going to happen there, too. I am not going to pay attention to Gleet until they prove that they're stable and they do, in fact, uh, run regularly and uh, they fully Im- – because, Rich, how many t- – we- listen. It's like the who. I can't be fooled again. We- how many times have we played this game with these promotions over the years? And then they just they they you know they wither into nothingness or they just die completely.
3: Right. Yeah. That that is that is one funny thing is that what what always happens with these and and people always argue with us and it's like no we've been doing this show for ten fucking years we've had countless numbers of promotions we lived through the entire life cycle of Wrestle One on this show. You know what I mean? Like, we lived through all of it. And most of those guys are here again, all those blood-sucking leeches that you were talking about. They're here again. Like, they're all the same dudes just over and over again, uh, with the exception of Muto, who is now blood-sucking another company. Yes. That's not related, but I'm sure once that ends, he'll be popping up over to Gleet in a bit to get every last bit of dollar uh, that he can. But, like, you know, we've lived through a lot of these. And what happens in every single one of these is they, they pop up. Everybody laughs and goes, oh, this is good. And then what happens is we get this sort of like people joke about it and they kind of laugh about, oh, this company is actually good. And they, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And then they start believing that it's actually good. And then they start, you know, these dumb matches that nobody cares about that have, you know, in front of nobody that no, that, that have complete irrelevancy. Then we get the, oh, this is the real match of the year was this GLEAT match, <laughs> you know, that, you know between Funaki and Kaz Hayashi. This is the greatest match of the year. I'm going to vote it number one in my match of the year. Match of the Year comes, it gets no votes, nobody votes for it, it, it's completely irrelevant, we do it over and over again, and then in two years they're dead, is essentially how they always go, every single time.
0: The most annoying thing about Gleet is that they're going to do these UWF rule shows.
3: Which is a, a definitely a recipe for success, I mean, you can, oh, you can sure. just, it never, it never stops working, you know, <laughs> dusting off the corpse of the UWF for the last 35 years has <laughs> definitely worked every single time, for sure.
0: I forgot about that. A dead style that has killed many promotions. <laughs> like
3: seven or eight different promotions.
0: So you can stack that on Including top of Including almost killing
3: things. New Japan for Wrestling. But yeah.
0: Yes. So you can stack that on top of all of the other things uh, that are working against this right off the bat. But the fact that they're doing these UWF rule shows means that all of these shitty grapple fuck two-star specials that they're inevitably going to pump out are going to get all overhyped by everybody. And then we have to deal with that nonsense. So, uh, no, this is why I am anti-Gleet. Am I making compelling arguments, at
3: least? Uh, a little bit. I, I guess I will be doing our coverage of the Gleets, uh July 1st show. I, I will watch that show and, and talk about it. Because uh, I, I watched a good a little Strong Hearts match. Saw some Shima in there. Uh, some Shima and some Strong Hearts. That was fun. Uh, watched, I watched a little Listen, Gleet, and, and I enjoyed it. I'm not it.
0: saying they don't
3: have talent. Yeah, they got talent, for sure. They got a
0: nice little roster.
3: Okay? You're just scared to get invested, and in. I get it, Joe. You, I'm not your, get your heart has been broken the many times, <laughs>
0: This is hopeless. Look at all these things working against it. It's hopeless. It's not going to make it. Why is this going to make it when all the others didn't? It's not going to make it. Now, when, it's what it definitely is going to
3: make it, though, I, I should say, is Atsushi uh, Onita's new Deathmatch promotion that's starting next that's month too. One. That one is definitely going to work because that is also proven track record of success. Is Deathmatch wrestling is always just working tremendously well in, in, in Japan. So,
0: yeah. In 1993. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's another one.
3: Tarzan Goto. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's gonna work.
0: I don't want to talk bad about Onita, you know, but it's not gonna make it. What's the over/under on shows for the new FMW or whatever Ooh, he's
3: called? Three, maybe three, two point so, five. Two. I would set the line at two point five, and I think you could well, make good money on, on the under on that one for sure.
0: I'll take the under on that yeah. one, under two point five for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'll have one show
3: well they definitely have the one there's that the the july 4th one i forget what it's called it's like fireworks fuck or something like that it's 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 some interesting name so.
0: again great idea in the middle of where you can't only draw half houses good idea <laughs> right, right um it's, it's very wise to start something up uh, so how's to make him money off this is the question i'm just paying him an enormous sum of money to I don't have an
3: answer to that one unfortunately yeah. so
0: and then they'll have a second show, which will, which, which is where whoever's fucking putting up the money for this thing loses the rest of their money, and then they'll never <laughs> run another show. That's that's what'll happen. So I'm gonna take the under on that 2.5, pretty confidently too. I'm trying to she figure. All right with the non back
3: there. she's, no, really, she's uh, all right. She's dropping. She's, yeah. Drank a whole liter of water. Yeah, she's, she's uh, shook. Well, she's you know. shook about this. She's just her mind is 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 thinking ice cream. I bet is the problem. So, um. gelato. <laughs>
0: fake item. Um,
3: uh, so anything else on show uh competing in gleet that uh, that you want to uh want to touch on? Here? No,
0: I mean $5 tier. I got the full story. Uh who pitched it, how the deal came together, uh what uh some other details you're not going to see anywhere else on the uh show to gleet. Um uh, Yeah, you know, there's nothing really else to it for now, but um uh, it doesn't mean there can't be more in the future, but you can read the full story, patreon.com slash force the wrestling.
3: We got some uh, some good, the chat room bringing up some ones that I completely forgot about. Guts World. Remember Guts World when people pretended that was a thing for, for a little while? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were World. a Guts World guy though, right? You liked Guts World.
0: No. <laughs> I, I had that one match that was uh, very good. The There was Black Buffalo versus, uh... ah, shit. Oh,
3: yeah, what yeah, that? yeah. Right, right. You made me um, watch that for like a Joe and Rich recommend matches to each other and it fucking rocked. Yeah, that was good. That was
0: yeah but cool. uh crossing no,
3: masters <laughs> there was that diamond ring if we're going back a little bit further uh diamond what was ring
0: was since it was, was uh Sasaki yeah yeah um changed their name to diamond ring but then um then it ended up folding yeah i, I have to find that black buffalo what
3: was the kenta there? kobashi one that ran for a little while um it wasn't masters uh, fortune dream fortune fortune dream dream. that was it yeah here's tlb Here's TLB. okay oh
1: can't wait okay we
0: need information and we need it badly okay the boy comes charging into the room when you got home okay he comes running over here he says uh daddy daddy there's a man at mommy's work first of all you need to explain yourself he says there's a there's a man there's a man at mommy's work and he had a video game with a granny, and he also has a house that isn't built yet. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, wow. None of this so, makes any sense. What's he talking about? So,
6: Abel.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's no threat. I'm so relieved. It's, anyway. He's
6: talking about Abel. Yeah. He's on and on having car troubles. But today, he's like, I'll at work. His car won't start again. And he's like, I guess my friend or my group or whatever. Home, so i told him i home give him lives ride home tonight he lives oh. the road. so he rode home with the kids and they had a long conversation about video games and all kinds of things and then when i dropped him off his apartment up the road uh or it's whatever yeah yeah there there's there's construction right there like on some entry part where it lives and so i guess that's why he said like it's not even built yet because like it looks like they're redoing the porch or something yeah and then I'm really like, when we left, I'm like, I'm gonna live in a hotel and like, it's an apartment. It was cute. But the whole way there was insane. Like, all the, you know, he was talking to him and they're video games and stuff. And I still gum and chew it. I
1: I do that all the time. Like, he was trying to impress, it, it was funny. All the,
0: then, oh, he's trying to impress the like, older. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Still,
6: I still gum and I chew it. Um, I, 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 I steal I,
0: gum and I chew it. Yeah, he told I, him I, this. I, okay. I, and,
6: and he's talking about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where the granny came in. All right, it all <laughs> makes like, sense now. Like, okay.
6: Don't know why I don't, and I can't, that's not child-appropriate, so.
0: Okay, so. All right, Um, it all makes sense now. That's the first thing. The second thing is the story still stinks, unfortunately. But <laughs> the story is, It all, it all terrible, makes but... sense now, though. So now I understand what he was yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, so that's good.
4: All right. All right. You know, Ab- Abel listens to this sometimes. He's, he might hear this. Yeah. We'll to it now when I tell him All right. Well, I'm trying to remember know, if we every,
1: buried him or
3: not. I don't think every, we buried him. Yeah, he can listen. He can every
0: listen. download he counts, so I'm not complaining. You know. Tell it's him to tell his, his
3: family. Patreon.com slash voice of uh, wrestling. Yeah.
0: I did say, ah, he's no threat when she said that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. Well uh, is he gonna find know.
3: that endearing or no? Um Well,
0: I guess we'll find out. You know, <laughs> tune in next week. Um, you know. But uh it's at the end of the Gleet segment. I really can't do any
3: more. Gleet. I think we're done. I, yeah, I think we're done with glee. Yeah, we're, we're done with the, the, the callbacks to uh, to story. So that, that was a pretty um, – not a great story. So
0: No, so she gave the guy a ride home in the car. He talked about video games with the kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they dropped him off at his apartment, there was some construction going on next door. So the kid assumed that his house wasn't built yet because yeah. that's where he got dropped off. <laughs> that's what happened. Okay. Him. And it was an apartment building, so the other kid said, I want to live in a hotel, too. Yeah, because okay. he thought well, the apartment building was a hotel.
3: So there we go. Kids. <laughs> Kids, am I right? Is the best way to say that. So yes, uh, We are done with Gleet. Uh, that is potentially the last time Joe will acknowledge Gleet. Uh, July 1st, Tokyo Dome City Hall. They have a pretty big show there. We'll see if uh, Joe...
4: Hey, uh, Brittany. The people want to know, when are you going to do some audio? Yeah. That was a very Texas thing
0: to say. <laughs>
3: that was fantastic, and I hope
0: that didn't catch on the on the. Oh, did, I heard you, it. oh, all? I heard
1: Jeez. it. I heard it. Yeah.
0: I know you look very Texas right now too. I yeah, a- yeah. Today. All right. Okay, you can hit the bricks
4: now too. All right. Oh really? Are you gonna bury me? I know they wanted. I would love that. They they probably would love that. You're not wrong. All right, all right, beat it. All right. Um,
1: <laughs> that was good. I guess you have the name it for your
3: show now. If if uh, TLB does do it,
0: what would that name be?
3: Uh, I'll do some audio shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that what she said? I heard the. I thought I heard that the, the audio. Shoot,
0: <laughs> That's unfortunately correct. Yes, yeah, it's incredible. I was hoping that wouldn't. Uh...
3: That's the name of the show. I'll do. Some, yeah, TLB does some audio. Shoot, <laughs> that was good. Uh,
0: that
3: was cute. Shoot. That was that, cute, they, Texas. Yeah, I like that. that that's it has you know. a wrestling
0: tie-in too. Shoot.
3: Yes. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, you can talk shoot style. You can talk. Yeah. You can talk UWF. Yeah.
0: She's a big Glee fan. She wants to talk show versus uh, Ito. Shoot. That's what she meant there.
3: <laughs>
0: Save the show, Rich. Save. The All show. right.
3: Keeps. We are sponsored by Keeps this week. They paid us money for the show for some reason. Keeps. Hello, guys. Uh, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels to getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled going out. That's why when we get in our 20s and we 30, in our 30s, and we start noticing that first sign of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time, because let's face it, no guy ever wants to go bald. Thankfully, now there is Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they are 35. And the best way to prevent it is to do something about it when you still have hair left. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. But now, thanks to Keeps, you don't have to do that. You can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines, the awkward doctor visits, hitting the damn button at the pharmacy. It's all terrible. You don't have to do it anymore. Keeps offers generic versions of two FDA-approved hair loss products, uh, and you may have tried them before, but never for this price. And again, as we said, prevention is key. Keeps, treatments typically take between four to six months to see results so it's important to act fast the sooner you start using keeps the more hair you'll save uh, you can find out today why keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and more than 100 men trust keeps for their hair loss prevention medication keeps treatments start at just ten dollars per month and plus this is the best part for a limited time only you can get your first month free the way you do that is you go to keeps.com slash vow you receive your first month of treatment for free. That's uh, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash V-O-W. Again, keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash V-O-W to get your first month of Keeps for free. So we thank them for sponsoring this show. <laughs> of
4: all shows, they sponsored this show. But thank you guys for doing that. They didn't know. How could they have known what was going to happen? We're getting another
3: run in there. We're good. All right. What do you want to talk about, Joe? You want to talk about WWE? I really don't want to talk about WWE, but I guess we probably should have at some point. That's,
0: we were going to lead off with that. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> do we have anything
3: better to talk about? Do we have to talk about WWE? I mean... All right, let's do it. Hell in a Cell.
0: Okay, now hold on. Isn't it Hell in the Cell? I don't
3: think it's but Hell in a Cell. It's
0: called Hell in a Cell. No, Hell in a Cell. What about the show name is Hell
4: in the Cell? No, it's not. It? It's not? No, sure. I'm positive it's not. Hell oh, in the Cell. It's Hell in okay.
0: a Cell. The name of the show.
4: Yeah. Hell in a Cell. Hell
0: not in hell a Cell. In the cell.
3: No. Never Hell in the Cell.
0: Oh. Are you sure it's never been Hell in the Cell? I don't... Cell? Uh, you know, I, I
3: can't confirm that it never has been, but I, I don't think so. I don't believe it was ever Hell in the Cell. They may have advertised the first one as Hell in the Cell, but uh, as far as I recall, they have all been Hell in a Cell, so...
0: You both furiously Google.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm seeing if I could find it, but I have not been able to... um i been able to find it yet, so.
0: Okay, hell
4: in a cell. Okay, we'll go with that.
3: Okay, so that's that's what they had on Sunday on streaming live on Peacock TV and the WWE Network. Uh, Express v- uh, Voice Wrestling dot slash Express. By the way, if you're a Try to get away from the peacock and go back to your your, your good old, the good old confines of the WWE networking. do that at voiceswrestling.com uh, slash express. But uh, yeah, what'd you think of this Hell in the slash A Cell uh, show? It was, um, it was definitely two hours and 45 minutes of uh, something that kind of resembled wrestling, I think.
0: It was horrendous.
3: It was pretty bad. It was not good.
0: So, Some of the worst finishes you'll see in your life. I these, mean, were terrible.
3: This was a murderous row of finishes. This was classic, like, we have a pay-per-view. We don't really want to do any of these finishes. We don't really want to beat anybody. We don't really have any conclusions to any of these, uh, uh, any of these matches or any of these feuds or anything going on. So we're just going to find a way to get out of them without really doing anything at all and 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 hopefully people don't even notice or they don't even care and 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 then they just watch money in the bank and and hope that this month this is the month that things are going to turn around but uh this uh was pretty horrendous this was pretty bad i feel bad uh, a lot of the work on this show i would say was was solid like it it wasn't you know great there was no match that i would consider great but i think the work itself was solid throughout but it was just yeah it's it's just a horribly booked uh promotion and and the finishes are all atrocious so
0: yeah yeah, I mean, I didn't even think the work was all that great in some of the matches. I just thought this was a, a bad, bad show. And they had Money in the Bank. They had part of the Money in the Bank card ready like eight minutes later. So they're clearly focused on Money in the Bank and not Hell in a Cell. Because this felt like a show that was like a holding pattern for Money in the Bank. So, um, no, it wasn't good at all. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine giving this a positive review.
3: No, no. It, it, we'll start at the main event here. And this was the uh, WWE title Hell in a Cell match. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. This was, uh, if, if Drew did not win, this is his last chance at ever getting the title from Bobby Lashley. He'll never be able to get a chance at this title again as long as Bobby Lashley holds it. Uh, they go out there. They have a standard, exactly what you would assume a Bobby Lashley-Drew McIntyre match would be. Which is 20 minutes. That's not bad. It's not great. It's just like perfectly acceptable main event WWE wrestling. Uh, uh, Drew's good. Uh, Bobby Lashley is good, and, and 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 that's all it was. And then you know, then you get shenanigans. You get a ref bump. You get a new ref that comes into the cell. Which, of course, I mean, th- there's just no doubt in your mind that when they pop, when they drop the cell down, you know, someone's getting into the cell somehow, some way. Uh, perfectly legal, by the way. Um, I heard that a lot during the show, especially when uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it during the the opener. Uh, which I think they did it <laughs> at, the, at least 15 times in the opener, mentioned that it was perfectly legal. So uh, they left the new referee in uh, MVP follows the new referee in, and then they lock the cage door with MVP inside of it for some reason. And then drew beats up MVP. You assume, Oh, that's the end of MVP, but nobody actually assumes that because then of course, Drew McIntyre has the, the win. MVP grabs the referee, slides him out, distracts drew Bobby Lashley hits the move.
4: It's over. McIntyre can never go for the title again
1: yes (laughs) So there you go I think they've done this finish
0: they've
3: done this finish at least four or five times in this feud alone
0: why did they make these two men work so hard to do a mvp distraction finish in a hell in a cell match we don't even it's like you you didn't even acknowledge it's not your fault how utterly absurd (laughs) <laughs> that this all was how is there a manager distraction finish in this match to begin with like why that's the point of the cell is it not
4: uh it is the point of the cell
3: yes is that there shouldn't be anybody uh, but but they long have established there be literally from the opening match is that that cell door is going to open at some point and the guys are going to go out you know what i mean like from day one they established that uh, on these Hell in a Cell things, so it's just like I want to get upset about it but it's like, I, they've always done this so you know, it, it's, it's this company man, I don't know, arm's length, like you always say
0: They've also had four Hell in a Cell matches in like five days
3: <laughs> Can't do it It's done nothing, it's done very little for the ratings at all, but uh, you know, hey
0: Well okay, well, let's talk about that, so Smackdown went up to over 2 million viewers for Roman versus Ray Hell in a Cell, you're not impressed with that? Okay,
3: I'm here. Sorry.
0: He is. Oh, there he is. I'm
3: sorry. Dog dog issue. We're back. Good. Go, not a bad dog issue. No, no, we're good. Not a, not a bad dog issue. Just a, a barking fit that I thought would stop and it didn't. So
0: I would have kept talking. I, I thought I was disconnected until the chat room told me I was still on.
3: <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Okay.
0: Okay, so what I said was, let's talk about that. Over two million for SmackDown, yeah, Roman I'm... Reigns versus Rey Mysterio, hell in a cell. You're not impressed
3: with that? Um, I'm fine, but like <laughs> this is always the issue with these. I, I'm never impressed by any single week rating, and and this is this is AEW, this is WWE, this is all this stuff. If there's no momentum following it, it's just it, it doesn't matter. I mean, if one week you pop a number, we have ne- in, in the old days. What used to happen is when when NW would do this for years, years and years and years. What they would do is when ratings got bad they would then decide okay we got to bring back x we have to do x we got to do this we got to they would do something and what would happen is that something whatever that would something would be would pop a rating and then what would happen is then for like 4 or 5 weeks after that the ratings would be better than usual like people stuck around people that, that never happens anymore they bring everybody they bring stone cold they bring the, they do everything they can to bring a guy in. And what's going to happen is that one week, Ric Flair or Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan or The, the Rock or whatever will come that one week or The Undertaker or whatever. It will come that one week. The rating will do okay. Like this one where, you know, hey, you do a hell in a cell. You blow, you essentially <laughs> fucking bait and switch a pay-per-view. You know, and say, fuck it, no, you're not getting that match of the pay-per-view. You're getting on SmackDown. So they, they put that on SmackDown. They put a pay-per-view, like a liter- legit pay-per-view main event. Jokes aside about the Rey Mysterio angle or whatever. A legit pay-per-view main event, quote-unquote. You put that on SmackDown, you get $2 million, and maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe we'll, we'll see, and then uh, next week it, it carries in the momentum. But I am pretty sure that it's going to go right back to what it was doing before. Especially on a Friday when I believe that they're going to be going head-to-head with another NBA game. A pretty big NBA game as well but the ratings is just going to go right back down we'll just carry on like nothing ever happened and no i'm not impressed <laughs> like the long answer is i'm not impressed because these things never sustain they never actually matter they just pop a number for one week because people go oh cool pay-per-view and main event on smackdown i'll check this out they check it out and then they never watch it again
0: well hell in a cell was undoubtedly the reason smackdown was up
3: oh no doubt yeah yeah but shouldn't it have been up more Probably, Based yeah. So it's it's the main event of like a pretty, what I would consider, like my, you know, all joking aside that we did last week, like, you know, it's a pretty, it's a decently built, it's your biggest star on SmackDown versus one of your top baby faces. You know, again, that, that's an issue that Remaster one of your top baby faces, but like, you know, yeah, no, it should have probably done a little bit better than like, you know, what did it gain? You know, a
0: couple hundred thousand. Hundred, yeah, I was going to say right? a hundred
3: thousand to two hundred thousand people. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. So <laughs> like,
0: I feel like it undoubtedly, quote unquote, popped the number, but it wasn't up that much. And on Monday, it didn't really do anything for Raw. Now, granted, that had no build. They announced it
3: during the show. Yeah,
0: right. So and it was also the fourth Hell in a Cell match in, <laughs> yes. in four days. So people were kind of Hell in a Celled out after seeing two at the pay-per-view and one on Friday. Right. So and, and it was Xavier Woods. I mean, nobody cares about Xavier Woods. So it's like, you can kind of give, but at the same time, it's a hell in a cell match, right? It should move numbers to some degree, and it didn't. Raw just did what it always does. So my point here is they've completely killed this gimmick, right? Yeah, Oh, and
3: I think they, I mean, I, honestly, they killed it about 15 years ago, but it's, it's this last week they've beaten it dead completely. I mean, two matches that were not very good in a hell in a cell. Um, I, I mean, I like the opener, we'll talk about it in a little bit, and, and I like the main event, but not really like, you know, dangerous matches on any level, just kind of a match that had a cage around it. You know, you know what I mean? It, it essentially wasn't much different than any other kind of main event or, or any other good match that they have. And guys interfere. And then you do it, you know, four times in four days or whatever. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, if, if it's not, if, you know, if it wasn't dead 15 years ago, it's it, it's it's absolutely dead now.
0: So have we gotten to the point where it's actually smarter business if you're going to do a big angle like they did? With Roman and Ray, I don't know if you saw the match. Did you see the match?
3: Uh, I did not. I did not see the match.
0: Okay, so they did. He Roman beats him, of course, and it's a totally nondescript hell match, hell in the cell match. I mean, it was just nothing to it. It was a nothing match. So Roman beats him, and they do a callback to Roman powerbombing Dominic out of the ring the week before. He power bombs Ray out of the ring, but into the cage, then drags him back into the middle of the ring and puts him in his new like cravat-like finisher that he's trying to get over, this submission hold, okay? And then they did a big angle where he beat up Ray afterwards or whatnot. So what I'm getting to is, is it now to the point where it's smarter business because of Peacock and that being a fixed cost, right? Where you're not necessarily trying your hardest, no matter what they say publicly, to increase subscriptions and all that. Because it doesn't really matter all that much to you because you're getting your billion, Right. Is it smarter business to put something on TV where two million people will have their eyeballs on it if you want to run a big angle like that, as opposed to putting it on Peacock, where we know two million people won't be seeing it?
3: Yeah, no, for sure. And we talked about with AEW, like we've entered a new era in in wrestling right now, and and, and AEW, I think, is going to protect it a little bit, not maybe go overboard with doing it and and they can do it a little bit easier because they're doing quarterly pay-per-views or whatever. But we saw from, you know, the last announcement and all that sort of stuff is that they're gonna do regular kind of TV specials as a way to to kind of build towards what they consider a major event but have it still be on television. Uh but no from Dorby's standpoint, absolutely. I mean that's that's what I would do too. I would do I would you know, we we can, can kind of complain about Helena Selby and a nothing sort of thing, and it's probably going to take a little while for us to kind of re you know readjust and, and 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 we'll see what happens when fans come back. But you know, as it stands right now, no, I think it does make total sense to to appease you know your Foxes and your NBCs by popping ratings on 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 Mondays and trying to get more viewers that way than burying you know good matches and good shows on on, on Peacock when. There's no discernible way to tell, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's metrics that Peacock has that, oh, you know, X amount of people watch this or whatever. But I I don't know. It's loose. Like, you know, it's not. I'm sure
0: they're they're sharing information with each other. Right. But but like,
3: again, like you can't tell that, you know, I don't you don't know that that is because. You know, you know that people are watching that, but I think at the end of the day, Peacock wants new people to subscribe. And as long as they're getting X amount of subscribers every single month, no matter what's creating it, I don't think they care. You know you know what I mean? Like, That's right. yeah, they don't give yeah. a shit if you're, if, if a if thousand people are doing it because of the friends reunion, or, or 10,000 people are doing it because the friends reunion, or, you know, 5,000 people are doing it because of WWE. At the end of the day, you're all part of the con- content platform, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Okay. We got 30,000 new subscribers this month. That's fine. That's all we wanted. Yeah. You know, well, whatever their internal metrics are, or whatever.
0: Friends reunion was HBO Max, sir. Oh, that's right. Your point is anymore? taken. Well, see, Friends was on NBC. I, I was going to say, it.
3: why is it not on Peacock? I really, I honestly thought it was on Peacock. So, all that, uh, all right, well. No,
0: well, well, my whole thing is, I think, without question, less than a million people, less than one million people, watched Hell in a Cell. And I base that on the fact that the network had 1.2 million subscribers when they turned it over to Peacock. I think they easily lost two or three hundred thousand in the transition and didn't get them back. And then, even if there's a million people who were ex WWE network subscribers who, who did convert to Peacock, they all didn't watch Hell in a Cell. So, you're talking about less than a million people. I think I would, I would be willing to bet less than a million people watched Hell in a Cell on Peacock. So, if you're going to do a big angle, why not do it on Fox? Where where two million people are going to see it. So this could be a trend moving forward with some of the lesser B pay-per-views, especially ones like this that they clearly didn't give a fuck about. Just look at the finishes.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think at, at, at a certain point, similar to AEW, I think they're going to have their charter shows. That they're going to SummerSlam, they're going to try to blow out and make a big deal. Uh, WrestleMania, they're yeah. obviously going to try to blow out and make a big deal. Royal Rumble will always be a big deal. And then I don't know. I mean, they, Survivor Series has kind of never been that big of a deal. It was a big deal uh, for a little while, but that that kind of fell out of favor pretty quickly too. So I don't know. Like it might just be those three, or you know, maybe it's Money in the Bank. You know, is one that they consider uh, as well. But yeah, no, that I I, I think. And that's smart. It's smart business. Honestly, in, in, in 2021, with the way their business is, I, I'm, i you know, yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Hell in a Cell match to SmackDown to get 2 million people to watch instead of, you know, hoping that I get 800,000 people watching it on on Peacock. Who, yeah, that, that money's already paid for and good. And yeah, the TV money's already paid for and good, but you always want to try. You know, you always got to have something to go to the table with the next time that TV money's up. So...
0: And the Peacock money's paid for, for what, five years? Let's right, and, and at the end of the
3: day, I mean, unless, unless things dramatically change in the kind of the content platform and the content, all that sort of stuff is like, at the end of the day, what you're going to, if say, okay, so say they, they don't renew with Peacock and HBO Max calls them or Netflix calls them or whoever, whatever the hell the landscape is in five years, WWE will say, oh, we have, you know, 2,000 hours of content and that's all, you, that, that's a sell job right there.
0: But five years is a fucking
3: eternity. Yeah, who the hell knows? I mean, what happened five years ago at this time? It was, you know, like, yeah.
0: So, you know, that's the other thing. So I I just think that this is uh, something people need to keep an eye on. This was the first of what I'm going to think are many times where you're going to see big pay-per-view matches done on TV instead because – it's just everything is different now and 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 the rules have changed, and it's actually smarter to put it on. TV. Do you think now, this was
3: something that they they had, I guess this is a question too. did they did they have this planned all along, or did was this a, a rash last minute? Oh, shit, let's put it on Smackdown It feels more- like
0: they changed their mind because they only had like a two or three day build for the SmackDown match. And if it was at the plan all along, why would you not do a longer build?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I, and that's, I, I, you know, in, while I'm thinking about it in my head, I'm wondering if maybe there is something, and, and I, again, I don't think that they think this hard, but uh, maybe they did, is that there might be something to getting people anticipating that it's going to be on this pay-per-view, on this major show, and then doing the oh wait, never mind, we're going to do it right now, like I, I, this was a pay-per-view quality match, but now it's on SmackDown, now it's on TV, and giving it that prestige where it it, it felt like it was reserved for the show, and then in the last minute it's like well we have no choice we're going to put it on friday like i you know you know well, that, there hmm, there might be something to that i don't know if that's actually an effective strategy i don't uh, think it
0: is i think it would have been better to to tell people the friday before that next week you're going to see this match
3: right I I would agree. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know if internally they thought it was a good idea to kind of make it seem like it's a that it's we're possible. doing you guys a favor. Oh my God, we have no yeah. choice. We're gonna put this on Friday. We were gonna put it on Sunday, but uh, we have no choice. We're going to put it on Friday now because I mean, versus if you just say, hey, this match is gonna be on TV, then it's just a TV match.
0: I I mean. I can't answer that in my opinion no i w- I wouldn't do it that way I'd give it the longest build
3: possible oh, I agree and that's how i I would always approach wrestling is 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 build 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 and 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 tell people when it's coming and tell people about a big show so I'm with you that if they did it the other way um and still got two million it it, it kind of shows that maybe they did it that two million in spite of of the build because yeah it wasn't even i what was it? We were doing the show, yeah. We were doing the show last Thursday when they announced it. So yeah, it was,
1: well, yeah,
0: it was like a one-day build, yeah, or like
3: thirty-six-hour build so, or something like that. And then know, they yeah. then
0: they did then they gave the one away on Monday, not like during the show. It it was like they didn't announce that until the show had already started. So they, they're just they've killed Helena Cell as like a big-time gimmick. There's no question about that. Because again, I'm not even all that impressed with the number that they drew on Friday. No. So and the other thing was the word is at least the last that I heard is that the Ray Roman match was the exact finish that would have happened on the pay-per-view, which tells you that at some point it was planned for the Mm pay-per-view. Right. And what they probably thought was, okay, this is the biggest angle we have for the pay-per-view. Why don't we just move this thing to Friday for the reasons I said before, to get more eyeballs on it. We'll pop a little number. More people will see it. We'll continue to push Roman. For either Cena or The Rock or whatever the final, de- or Dominic, whatever the final destination may be with him. Uh, Drew, your theory from last week, you know, that maybe Drew ends up over there in the draft. Um, who knows? But, you know, especially if Drew wins money in the bank, but he can't challenge Lashley, it makes sense to draft him over to the other show, right? Absolutely. So and yeah. he can use the fucking gimmick. So your theory kind of makes a lot of sense there now. but um. But yeah, anyway, um I don't know. That's four hell in a cell matches in four days. And uh that was a little bit of ratings talk.
3: Yeah. But seems like a lot. Seems like a, a little too much if you ask me. We chill. can't
0: we can't move on from the main event before we bring up the crash pad.
3: Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna mention the crash pad spot. So if people did not see this, uh this started out on Sunday being the hand spot where people realize the fuck is there's like so what would ha- what happened was is Bobby Lashley choke slam Drew McIntyre out of the ring through a table and then it cuts to Drew McIntyre writhing in pain outside, you know, outside of the ring. And there's just a hand in there. And people are like, is that, a, would I just see a hand? And then little by little, uh, you know, screenshots came out where people were re- rewinding their peacocks saying, yeah, there was a fucking, there was some dude's hand just like, you know, appearing in, in, you know, outside of the ring or whatever. And then little by little, we we kind of get it together where people start looking at the GIF and start looking at stuff and say, oh, I think I know what happened here. They put Drew McIntyre through a table, but he also went through a crash pad. And then what they did is this guy that was under the ring, the stagehand that was under the ring, yanked the the, the crash pad away and then left Drew kind of writhing in pain in the middle of uh, of the table. But they cut too early and you still got the guy's hand in there. So that is the scenario that played out. So you get a hand, you get Drew McIntyre going through a crash pad. uh, That was led to a lot of reactions about, you know, crash pads and wrestling and, and, Ah, uh, the the effectiveness, the use. If it's if it's good, if it's bad, it, it, where where do you stand on, on on Drew McIntyre using a crash pad or, or WWE deciding to use a crash pad for this Drew McIntyre
1: spot? I,
0: that's that's to me, that's not pro wrestling. Um, you know, it's one thing to gimmick something up for a big stunt. This is just a standard table spot in the middle of a match. I mean, on one hand okay, there's no fans there, so we can make it as safe as possible for these guys. They're in a hard
4: physical match. So I understand that. But on the other hand, that's not pro wrestling. You know what I mean? It's like, that's a little too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not
0: contrived. It's a little too, um, I, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that, that's just a bridge too far for me to start doing crash pads in the middle, uh, to, to soften standard pro wrestling spots. Not a guy falling off the top of a cage, where i don't even like the crash pants for that stuff i was rather
3: not do the spot right, and that's that's what i was gonna say is if you're worried about concerns in a wrestling match then maybe just don't do the spot like if you're saying well geez guys it's unsafe to be thrown off the top of a cell it's like well yeah it's unsafe to be thrown off the top of a cell like maybe just don't do it maybe just figure out something else to do then instead of that that that's that's where i stand on it If if you're worried about the spot then just don't do it. It's not necessary. Hey,
0: maybe maybe get us emotionally invested for once. How about that?
3: <laughs> right, right.
0: Then you don't have to throw people off tops the cages. No, I mean, you
3: got to tick the boxes. Guys got to go through a table. Guys got to go through a barricade. You know, the, 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 you got to check the the bingo, the WWE pay per view bingo. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I I I don't like it. And and I, I saw a lot of people saying like, "Oh, it's good. It should be safe." And like, no. I mean, yeah, but also. It's a tricky one.
0: It's a tricky one. It's like, but this is not pro wrestling then.
3: Yeah. You know? right, and, we right.
0: just, and we just buried AEW for doing it with Jericho and how bad it looked. You know, if you're going to do it, you can't, it can't look that bad. It looks awful when AEW did it. Um, and, and if you, and now we're to the point, we're just doing it for standard spots in the middle of a match. I mean, on one hand, yeah, I do respect trying to keep the guys healthy. And when, when you have an opportunity to do so, but on the other hand, That's kind of subverting the art. That's what I talked about with the Randy Orton Edge greatest match ever. When you're doing stop and starts with the filming and redoing spots and all this, you're subverting the art at that point. It's right. not and, and pro wrestling
1: anymore.
3: Yeah, and and we as a pro wrestling show, it's like I I never felt comfortable talking about that match because people were like, "Well, what do you rate it? What do you think?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's not a wrestling match. It's a move it's it's a, you know, a thing a, that featured... that you know, it was a a movie about wrestling basically. Instead of a wrestling match and I don't feel comfortable Doing what we do and, and and reviewing, you know, Gleet and reviewing, you know, Ring of Honor and then also reviewing a match where, where you know, I don't know if it took seven hours to record that match and what they cut out and what got, you know, like, so I don't know. Yeah, people were like, oh, you know, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not a wrestling match. it, it it's-, and it's
0: not the first time. And you know what? Honestly, it's not the first time they did. Remember, they did the crash pads at the first COVID WrestleMania. With the ladder match, with the Usos. Yeah, oh yeah, one of the Usos and, uh, fell,
3: and then it was like this weird jump cut, and then he landed. <laughs> it was like very yeah. strange, yeah.
0: Now, they did them in the Money in the Bank thing, but that wasn't in a ring, so it's like, I know they do crash pads in the in the uh, cinematic stuff. That, we all accept. We understand. Uh, but, this isn't the first time they did a crash pad in a match in a ring, because they did it last WrestleMania in that ladder match, and they've probably done it other times and nobody picked up on it. You know what I mean? I'm sure they've done it over the last year in other circumstances and other situations. And we just, we haven't noticed, but um, it, it, you know, I I, I don't want to see people go out there and, and take punishment and break their necks. But at the same time, I watch this because it's a certain kind of art form and now you're cheating. It's almost like you're cheating. And I, I don't, I, I just don't like it. I'm not comfortable with it. It's, it's, and especially if it's going to be so poorly done that we see the stage hand Reaching out and pulling the thing back under the ring. I mean, no quality control either. It's no,
3: no, no. And that's and it's going to be a different because you're probably going to listen to other shows and they're going to say, oh, it's good and and I like it and I want it or whatever. But we have always been clear from the minute this podcast started ten years ago to, to where we are today. Is that the reason we like pro wrestling is the the sporting aspect of it? That that yes, it is. It is fake and it is scripted. And it's all that sort of stuff. But we like the idea that that it mimics sports as sports fans. To us, it's an athletic. "Quote unquote competition between two people, you know, proving who are the better athletes and trying to win a match and stuff. And that means that we, you know, we don't want every single guy to come out in black trunks and just wrestle, you know, a grappling match or whatever. We obviously like the theatrics of it. And we like all that sort of stuff. But to me, at the end of the day, it still has to mimic and and feel like a sport for me to like it. And once we get into ultra cinematic matches and crash pads and and cuts and and and, and jump cuts instead, so it then." Like you said, that, that loses me. That's something that I don't feel comfortable with anymore. And especially, you know, using that in the context of a normal match. Like, you know all of a sudden, you know, using these different things in the middle of the match. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's weird. Like I don't, you know, yeah, you want to be safe. You don't want these guys to get hurt, but you know, if you can't do a spot like that, then just don't do it, you know, or if like, you know, there's a concern about that. then I don't know, just, <laughs> I just don't see a need to do that. Then don't do the spot. If if, if anybody's worried about it, it it happening. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't love it. it. I feel uneasy about it. It
0: just takes you out of the moment when you know that they've done it the same way that, um, you know, if people love to make these kind of comparisons, so I'll cheat and make this comparison too. If you saw an obvious crash pad in a movie stunt, it would take you out of the movie. Do you know what i mean it would it, it, your, sure. yeah. Made, yeah, yeah. your suspension of disbelief is broken at that point. you know I enjoy watching these guys because you know they're 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 a they're a physical magician. I want to see them you know uh perform and and, and i don't I don't want the don't expose the trick right in front of my eyes. That takes me right out of it. So, uh, no, it's 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 junk. And hopefully with fans coming back, we don't have to deal with that anymore.
3: All right, let's move on to, uh, speaking of junk, uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, <laughs> talk to me. Raw women's title match. This, I said it last week that this feud is definitely on the short list of worst feuds of the year. There are probably quote unquote worst feuds, but this one in terms of being two what I would consider semi-talented people in a very big prominent spot. It is so bad. So terrible. Both these women are just losing to everybody that the, 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 the story is which of these two losers is going to go to the pay-per-view to lose. You have Charlotte Flair, the heel. That's I, I was told to heal via the guy who hits the button that booze, right? Charlotte Flair is the heel. Yes. Rhea Ripley via the guy who hits the button is a face because people cheered for her.
0: I think so. If it wasn't for the guy hitting the button, honest to God, (laughs) I'd be confused.
3: And then I thought, okay, we'll we'll get to it because so they have this match and it's 14 minutes of Charlotte Flair decimating Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley screaming the entire time, very loudly as she holds her knee and screams and holds her knee and screams and holds her knee and screams. Uh, And then Rhea Ripley goes to the outside and then hits Charlotte Flair with the top of the, uh, the, the announce table and that is not perfectly legal Joe. Because she gets disqualified. So she retains her title. So then she grabs her title. And she goes. Ha ha ha. I'm still the champion. And then the button guy. Hits the cheer button. <laughs> and the fans go. <laughs> for Rhea Ripley. Who got her ass kicked for 14 minutes. And then cheated. So that she didn't lose her title. And then Charlotte Flair goes. You're learning. You're learning. And the fans go. Boo. <laughs> doing i, I, I don't, I don't know understand what's happening, what's happening. So i thought bad. this was a double turn but then the the, the button guy it wasn't a double turn I, like i was convinced i went oh you know what this is a decent way to do a double turn here where rhea ripley turns heel and charlotte flair turns face and then rhea ripley goes i'm the bitch now and the crowd goes <laughs> <laughs> like okay i don't yeah. know i don't yeah. know anymore <laughs> i don't know
0: and then and then and then they play they play rhea ripley's music even though she lost
3: <laughs> Right, my brutality yeah, <laughs> the Thunderdome goes wild. It's yeah, fucking terrible. It's oh, so bad,
0: just, just so bad, and you just never know who the face and the heel I is. Have no these idea, days. especially in Charlotte feuds though, because she's never likable no matter what. Right, like, right. She's, she's always
3: like, an asshole, but you're never sure if Vince thinks that her being an asshole in this case is good. Or if her being an asshole in this case is bad, and they're always the same. Nothing changes about her demeanor ever. It's just what Vince decides that that week Charlotte or that month Charlotte's assholiness is bad instead of good. Yeah, this all fucking stinks. <laughs> How bad was this? The what are they stinks. doing? What are they doing to Rhea Ripley? Uh, this is her main roster run. I was gonna say I was gonna say that her and Charlotte have terrible chemistry, but I've realized that I've said that about a lot of rear matches so far on the main roster. I don't know what's going on with her, but this is a disaster so far in the main roster. I mean, this is this is I mean the the Oscar matches have been terrible. Her Charlotte Flair match last year at WrestleMania was terrible. I mean, it was a good match, but obviously the finish No, that was, was a
0: good match, but that was a really good match. But a terrible finish. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was the best match at WrestleMania last year, but it had a terrible finish. Right.
3: Yeah. And from that point forward, we have not gotten back back on track with her. She goes back to NXT for some reason. Doesn't really feel like she's over anymore on NXT. They kind of semi, sort of rehab her. She goes to the main roster here. She wins the Royal Rumble and does and 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 she does the stuff with Asuka, and it's just terrible. I mean, the look
0: Bianca, Bianca
3: Belair, or Bianca Belair won, 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 Yeah, she wins at WrestleMania. I meant to say she won the won the match at WrestleMania, and. From that, I mean it's just the look is horrendous. She looks terrible. What are they doing? I don't know what
0: they did to her, but she she looks like a rodeo clown.
3: She I don't know what's going on. She's like they put like pale makeup on her. She's got this weird haircut. She's got weird makeup all over her eyes. She's got like a cross underneath her eye. For, I'm like, what are you doing?
0: It has undoubtedly affected her charisma.
3: And she, I mean, I from a from a confidence standpoint too, and this is I noticed yeah. it in this match more than almost any other match, which is you know, possibly an issue with Charlotte, and it, it tends to happen in a lot of Charlotte matches, but it felt like, and I don't know if you caught this when you are watching this match too, it feels like everything Rhea does, she's thinking about it the entire time. Like, she did a super kick uh, in this match of Charlotte that looked like Charlotte stopped, looked at her, Rhea looked at Charlotte, and then went, oh, right, super kick, and then it, it took like 14 seconds to do a super kick, and it just looked utterly ridiculous. And it's like, there's this, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure they fucked with their head. I'm sure. How could you not? But it's just like, I, I. it's a disaster on the main roster.
0: Hold that thought with her loss of confidence. I have to bring that up for someone else later. But um, yeah, and this match stunk. I mean, oh, Charlotte no Charlotte throwing kicks into the air. I mean, what was that all about?
3: Stomping and, nothing. <laughs> just
0: stomping. And if, and, if, and, if, and if you want to make the argument that she was doing that on purpose to taunt Rhea, which is the counter argument I've seen? Number one, who taunts people by throwing kick? Like that's not even a good taunt. That doesn't make sense. Number one, and number two, even if that was the case, it still looks horrendous. So I don't care if it was on purpose or not. It looked terrible. The match was bad. The finish was completely absurd. Uh, then all of the issues you talked about, where you know they're telling stories again, telling another. They tell all these stories, but the stories stink and never make any sense, and aren't any good, and don't get anybody emotionally invested. And they've taken Rhea Ripley, who was a potential uh, top star, and she is never going to get there now. And I know this is an audio, it is a radio show, and you know people are going to think that's bombastic because she's so young. No, she's never getting there. And I don't even think they want her to. The way that they present her, the way that they book her, the way that they use her. I mean, she's the champion, and she's Booked like a, like a fucking, like shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, this match, she, she. I, I'm trying to honestly remember, other than that terrible super kick and a few other moves, she got like 10% of the offense in this match. The rest of it was Charlotte just systematically destroying her. And Well, here's
0: the thing. With, you know the thing with Charlotte? There's something too. I think she is buying into her gimmick. She just strikes me as someone, you know that she legitimately thinks that she's great at pro wrestling. Oh, of course,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: And
0: she's terrible at pro wrestling. She's not great at pro wrestling. She, okay, terrible might be strong. She is, a medi- she is a mediocre to slightly below average pro wrestler at best. Is that fair? She's not that good.
3: No, I, I think it's definitely fair.
0: And you just know that like, you can see the ego on her. Like, She, pro- she buys into her own fucking push. I think she thinks that she's great at this, and she's not. And, and and the way that they present her, which isn't her fault, she's never likable. You can't tell whether she's ever a face or a heel. She is one of the more... She is one of the least interesting people to watch on this roster because of that. You know? The only time her matches deliver are when they come across, like, dangerous train wrecks. We've talked about that before. Yeah, her
3: and Sasha just go out there and literally kill each other. Because and, and, of, of her and sloppiness. Good. Right.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. she she's like... She's someone who clearly has athletic ability but doesn't have the pro wrestling natural instincts. Do do you know what I mean by that? Like she's clearly athletic. She was a volleyball player. She does athletic things. She can do flips with a Z. But she doesn't have that – she doesn't – after all this time, and she's a veteran now, she still doesn't move around the ring in a natural way. She doesn't have that thing that some people just have when they get in a pro wrestling ring. Despite the fact that she's very athletic, and she and she has a lot of athletic gifts, so um, you know, but but I, I, she swears she's great at this. You just know that she does, but she's not, um, and and she's a very frustrating performer to watch, both from that perspective and and in how they present her.
3: Anything else on this match? I mean, this was. That's sure. junk. It's this like is,
0: some of the worst shit on a show that wasn't very good to begin with.
3: Yeah, This is this is one of the worst. I mean, it's not like again, it's one of those things that like I'm if I'm honestly thinking about it, it's one of my least favorite matches that I've watched the entire year. And there are worse matches. Like there are worse matches that you'll see and, and on the show. There's definitely a worse match. But I always like to think of when I think of worse feuds and worse matches, I think of people that should probably be doing better and that they end up having in a stinker. Like uh, we always say that for match like the worst match of the year is people will bring up, you know, just this horrendous match with teams who barely trained people, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, that, that was bad, but, like, I would like to think of matches that should be good and feuds that should be good that aren't, and this is one that just, like, I cannot believe how bad this shit is, and uh, it must continue, so there we go. Charlotte Flair re-Ripley. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens had a match on the show, and they beat the hell out of each other, despite the fact, like, why did they work so hard in this match? I was like, guys, what are you doing? <coughs> you're right, you're choked up about Sammy and, and, and Kevin.
4: Yeah, I mean, <coughs> Kevin Owens... <coughs> <coughs> was having a lot of problems with it. <coughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get a drink of water here. Hold on. Whew. Okay. Yeah. So,
3: <coughs> Commander Aziz, or what's his name? With Commander Aziz, or whatever. Right? Is he a commander? <laughs> what's his rank? I forget what his military rank is. He is uh Commander Aziz. That's right. Okay. So he was commander. Okay. That's that's a, that's a good rank. I mean, geez, that's that's pretty good. So. And,
0: and he delivered the
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the vine, Eric. The throat <laughs> throat> <clears> throat> hmm.
0: I don't know what happened, Rich. I, I know. I, it, I just,
3: uh,
0: yeah, yeah. The uh, th- what's he called? The thumb of death, or <laughs> the, the thumb uh, of
3: death, yes. Yeah. The
0: the grenade, bad luck, folly calls it the grenade. What does this guy call it? He calls it the uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm asking you. Like, I, you, like, you're any, yeah. Better than me I'm
3: than gonna you. give you Commander Aziz. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he calls it the thumb of death or something. We'll go with that.
0: So. He he gives him the thumb of death on SmackDown, and Kevin Owens goes up to uh, who's the uh, fake GM on, on SmackDown? Is it uh,
3: so- uh, Adam Pearce and uh, Sonya Deville? Right.
0: He goes. Uh, <coughs> I want a match. <laughs> I want <laughs> <I'm> Sammy. <Shane>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's choking to death. Cause they got to put matches on this card. Cause after they took the Roman match off, there's like three matches on the yeah, card. Yeah. So we get an so
3: unannounced, unadvertised Sami Zayn Kevin Owens, one of the greatest feuds in wrestling history, just gets thrown yeah. on this show with the days. When notice. by the
0: way, like like someone pointed out, like four years ago, they said they were going to wrestle for the final time. Yeah. And they've wrestled like 27 <laughs> times. Since that. Then. So he, you know, so he's selling the fucking thumb to the throat, and he asked for the match, and they give it to him. I didn't know he'd still be selling that thumb to the throat two days later. So this whole match is built around Kevin Owens coughing and selling the thumb to the throat from two days earlier, which on one hand, I guess you got to respect it. But it's done in such a corny WWE in your
4: face subtlety hammer way that how can anyone enjoy this? It was built around the man coughing. This show fucking stinks. SmackDown, fucking Blue Raw, Raw, Yellow Raw,
0: every Raw. (laughs) British Raw, Beans on Toast Raw, fucking uh, Cruiserweight Raw, uh, fucking Pay-Per-View Raw. They all fucking stink. Every one of them. Because of shit like this. They gotta hammer you over the head with it. And every time Kevin Owens coughed, they, they reminded the you, they said <laughs>
3: They said. Uh, Kevin Owens still clearly feeling the effect of the throat of death or whatever the fuck it was called uh, off Commander Aziz on uh, Friday Night Smackdown uh, two days ago. <laughs> it was
0: like the Nigerian second. nail. Right, oh, the
3: Nigerian nail. The
0: Nigerian nail. They had to tell you every time yeah. why he was coughing.
4: Like, the, telling you the first time isn't enough. They built a match around a cough. What do you want me to say? I, there's nothing else to say. Um, Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Uh, (laughs) the best part about this
3: all—so Alexa's spooky and she brainwashed Nia Jax, so she slapped Reginald, and she just beat Shayna Baszler in the ring. I got to say, I will give credit to Alexa Blish. She has found a way to – she is one of the most featured acts, and she doesn't bump at all, man. Like, I would think that she's got, like, an injury. She doesn't bump at all. No, She's got Undertaker 1999 thing going on where she doesn't have to take a bump. She just goes out there, offense, 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 makes funny faces, and then wins matches, bounces to the back, and then she goes and swings on her swing for another four weeks until she goes back, doesn't take any bumps. Like, I'm convinced she's actually hurt, and this is a, a cover up for the, the hurt. I, I don't know.
0: You know, the funniest thing about this match is you got poor Jimmy Smith out there calling MMA holds during all of this. And he's like doing a good job. He's, he's like, trying.
3: He's Whoa. really trying. He's, 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 he's yeah. good. He's good. He's good. Like, he's good.
0: good. I, I think he's good, which yeah. means Vince probably thinks he's bad and he's going to stop calling holds. You know who Vince also
3: but... definitely hates, but we'll get to in a minute? Who? I'm convinced he hates Pat McAfee, but we'll, we'll get to that. I, I, have, I have a clear evidence for that in a moment, but right.
0: hold that thought. But poor Jimmy Smith is out here. He's like, well, you see Shayna Baszler. She's got risk control here, and that's very important when you're trying to control (laughs) the leverage in a match like that. And I'm just thinking to myself, poor Jimmy Jimmy. Smith. He's trying his best. He doesn't understand there's going to be fucking magic acts happening any second now. And he's out here calling... Fucking well, she's gonna try to put her in a key lock now. And then, <laughs>
3: right. and then it's There's like, a lot of this will this will actually hurt your elbows in addition to your your wrists, which makes it difficult because a lot of your power is gonna come from your elbows. And it's like, buddy,
0: yeah. And then Corey Graves is like, well, you never know what's up, Alexa Bliss is slamming.
3: <laughs> right. Today. He's trying to reel him in. Yeah, He's trying yeah. to the best way possible to say, Jimmy, stop. It's gonna be you know stupid. Alexa We're gonna start gonna screaming a in a minute. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. You know. um You know, and the other announcers talking about Reginald running around the ring, and this guy's calling fucking MMA spots in this fucking (laughs) match. You know, and it's like I said last week. I know people want us to bury this and make jokes, but what the fuck you want me to say? It was exactly what we thought it'd be. Okay, she fucking hypnotized Nia Jax. She stared into the eyes of Shayna Baszler, who then was like forced to let go of the the fucking wrist control that she had on her. And it was just utterly ridiculous. There's nothing I can say that can make this any worse (laughs) than what you saw. Like, what do you want me to say? Just watch
3: it, I guess. Or don't watch
0: it. It's just horrendous.
4: It's just irredeemably bad. It's month after month. It's week after week. There are creepy, (laughs) fucking terrible mutant people who enjoy this. And they're going to keep playing to the mutant people. Who enjoy this shit for whatever reason, you know. They have their ins- they
0: they must have their metrics that tell them that this Bray and Alexa stuff works on some level. Now, Bray, you look at the numbers, he never drew anything.
1: No, with no, fans, not, no, at no fans,
0: not at all. Not at all.
3: Okay. So, when you get the dorks in your mentions, they're called the casual fans like this stuff. No, they don't. There's no evidence of that. <laughs> don't.
0: Now, I don't know about Alexa because we haven't seen her with fans and I haven't studied her quarter hours, if I'm being honest with you. So I don't know, but someone loves this shit because they think that there's people who love it, and there are people who love it. Oh, Rich found that out oh, the my hard way. Today. Goodness, did
1: I find
3: out today and, that people love this?
0: And these are the creepiest
3: various people- role play accounts. Were, were were quite upset. Role play accounts that are quite literally role playing Alexa as a child and yes. tweeting. Oh, I've been bad, Danny. I didn't clean my bedroom. And posting a picture of Alexa and then saying, What do you mean she's supposed to be a child? You're gross. I was like, you're the pervert. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're arping. <laughs> like, oh, my yeah. God. You're literally, your tweet after saying, You're gross, dude. Get your head out of the gutter. Like, I can't believe it. You're so gross. I'm reporting you. You're so gross. How Have a is tweet- that your inter-
0: if that's your interpretation, <laughs> you're the you're the pervert.
3: Yeah, and then the next hey. tweet is Alexa you know, upset going, Daddy, I didn't clean my room. <laughs> I must be punished. And then, like, yeah. a Randy Orton RP account going, like, All right, like, honey, I got some damage. You know, I got some punishment for you. And I'm like, What's is going are real on? <laughs> I was like, these are real tweets. I'm not kidding about any of these. These are legit tweets that I saw today. The, the Daddy, I've been bad. I didn't clean my room is an actual tweet. I, I'm word for word going yeah. through what the tweet said. And this is a tweet that got very upset that uh, I would insinuate that Alexa Bliss is childlike and that The Fiend uh, is trying to have sex with a, a child. So. We
0: discovered the world of WWE shipping.
3: <laughs> so uh, you've got to tell me. What, I don't know what shipping is still. I looked so, at, so I didn't want to look it up at my work computer because I feel like that's going to get me on a watch list at work and probably yeah. brought into HR. So I, uh, I looked at it on my phone, and I still don't understand it. So These could,
0: people... Are a hundred times worse than belt mutants. Yes. Oh, yeah. We
3: have found the worst of the worst.
0: They make belt mutants look like, you know, CEOs of major fucking companies. These are the worst humans. These mutants are the worst people on earth. What
4: shipping is, Rich, to ship is short for relationship. Ah, okay. 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 So, what they do. So, if you ship wrestlers. And
0: and this is, uh, 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 you, you could do this in any kind of. You could do this. To I already need a characters. One minute, can, can I you take can, a shower? I'm sure they're doing it in anime because that's a fucking. Because anime, anime, yeah, anime is a fucking creep fest. So I'm sure they're doing it in anime. You could do it for television shows. They do it for. They'll do it for anything. Fucking comics. I'm sure those comic freaks are doing it. But to ship characters means to put them in a relationship, and then you role play these relationships. Uh, When you ship – like if you're an Alexa Bliss role player who wants to – who's into shipping, you might find someone who's a Bray role player or like you ran into today, a Randy Orton role player, and then they ship with each other. And I'm sure that they fucking get into DMs and sext and make it fucking horny and everything else and whatever other uh, disgusting – it's just the weirdest subculture – of mutant human that I have ever encountered. So one one question people... I have
3: for you, real quick, and I know that you are now yeah. the expert of shipping. So this is good that I'm I'm asking you. Um, I get the I'm an Alexa Bliss RP account, and you are a Reginald RP account, or whatever. And we're going to ship. We're gonna yes. we're gonna ha- we're gonna DM yeah. each other about the weird lewd things that we're. Gonna, I, I get that. I get that from a a a, a, a you know I'm role playing a woman, you're role playing a man, and we're we're now having the, whatever. What I do not understand is the, I am the son of, I am the daughter of this Randy Orton RP account. You got to explain that one to me.
0: They're just taking it further.
3: Do I want to know? Do I want to ask? The, yeah, It's
0: funny because the one that said she was the, the daughter of someone is role-playing as a child and getting mad at you for, yes. in, for yes. saying that Alexa yes, she, 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 was,
3: she was tweeting at her RP Randy Orton father. That I didn't clean my room. I've been bad. I must be punished. <laughs> I'm just. Yes. Like, this immediately after telling me, you're a fucking creep. You're a disgusting dude.
0: <laughs> now, presumably, presumably, these people are adults. I don't know if I buy it. I think that they are <sighs> I young. I think they're teenagers saying they're adults
4: so that they can post adult content because my mind can't fathom. That a forty year old woman would do i can't i i can't wrap my head around it these these
0: can't be adults they can't be <laughs> who spends time doing this
4: this 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 is the weirdest activity there is some weird shit out there I, they, like I said. This is so much worse than the
0: belt mutants. Yeah, like, oh, and,
3: and I'm speaking as somebody who spent a, a, a very large amount of my, my youth doing E-Feds and role-playing as, like, fake wrestlers yeah, and, stuff and, de- and stuff. Yeah, but you weren't, okay, okay. I wasn't but, having sex with my, uh, yeah, my also, <laughs> the guys that I was role-playing with. So.
0: But as someone else, like, you weren't...
3: Right, I was, I was X character. I made up my own character, and I didn't, Like, in yeah. your
0: scenario from before, you weren't messaging an Alexa Bliss role-player as Reginald Right, right, right. And telling Alexa Bliss and telling not Alexa Bliss that you're gonna give her Reginald's cock. Like that this is just on so many levels of fucking
4: demented that I can't wrap my head around it that this is happening. We found him. We found him today, so like I knew this existed, like I had heard the term, but it's like my brain almost didn't want to accept the reality that this exists. You know? Or to the so,
3: level that existed. Like I knew that there yeah. were like quote unquote RP accounts or whatever, but yeah, I, I got into a very deep world that I was just like, Oh my god. They had like this this one had like, okay, so here's my sister. I have four sisters, and here's my father, and here's my mom, and here's my my aunt, and I'm like, What are you doing? What is happening? <laughs> Why is your aunt <laughs> like my aunt is Io <laughs> Like what, what about
0: the what about the Alexa Bliss one we found where she said I don't ship, but I am DTF.
3: Oh, I like it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So
0: that was explained. I don't want any.
3: I don't want any RP relationships, but I do want to RP fuck for sure. Yes, I like it. it. You know, that's good. You know, hey, feminism, baby. You know what I mean? Like
0: that role play account. They didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah.
3: No, they're good.
0: But let's flick the bean, pretending we're other people. Yeah. That's I.
3: You know, hey, sexual freedom is 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 fantastic. So good for good for. Hopefully that. uh, adults, or I don't know what the hell's going on. It's, it, yeah, we found them. And, uh, that was a dark day. <laughs> I hope do we never find is, them again, so.
0: Do you think this is the kind of thing, remember the early days of chat rooms, ASL, right? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it'd always be like, oh, 20 female Florida, and you know that's like a 62-year-old dude, like, that just Oh, yeah, to for sure, long. for sure, yeah. Right. Do you think these shippers pretending <laughs> to be Alexa Bliss are, like, 58-year-old dudes? Like, that's probably the same, the, right? So the chat
3: room seems to think that. I, man, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I think... I, I, I honestly don't know what to think. I, I, I would... I want in my in my heart of hearts to believe
4: that they're all 12. But... I no, I hope they're not 12. That's even worse. No, I know. But no, is it though?
0: Mm, yes, I think it's...
3: It's all bad. <laughs> it's, there's no good scenario here. I, I, I
0: think... I think... A lot like early chat room culture, I think this is a bunch of 50-year-old
4: dudes talking dirty to each other. That's, that's very possible, yeah. That's what I think it is. Right. It's got to be. Well, WWE, WWE has attracted st- those people, so
3: fantastic. Rich, so. I'm
0: not a prude. Would you describe me as a prude? No,
3: I would, Joe, I would not describe you as a prude. No
0: just makes my skin crawl.
3: I know. I, I like when you were talking, telling me about it's, it earlier. It was just like you—the uncomfortableness that you had explaining it—is is something I've never heard <laughs> from a Joe Lanza who's 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 done some things and seen some things, and 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 this is this is a lot to handle. It
4: is.
0: It was why pretty weird.
4: would a grown man want to pretend to be fucking? I, I don't know
0: pick one johnny
1: gargano yeah yeah
0: why does a grown man want to pretend to be mandy rose you know (laughs) to give another grown man pretending to be
4: jackson Riker some fucking pussy Why, why why is this happening i don't know especially
3: in 2021 man i mean there's 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 a lot of things you can go be doing and you know
1: There's
0: so many ways to jerk off. Like when I was 12 in the
3: early AOL days, I mean, it was, it was rough going. You know what I mean? Like you had really slow uh, internet. That's not going to work there. There was, yeah, but we're, we're 2021. (laughs) There's plenty of things you could do.
0: There is a world
4: of porn with every kink imaginable. There's dating sites on your phone. For whatever kink you have, there,
3: as well, by the way, and whatever yeah. you, whatever you are, and whatever you like, and whatever you do, there is a dating app for you. I promise, there is.
0: There are sex workers willing to meet your needs in your town. I'm sh- unless you live in the sticks. What is this? I don't. Th- all, I understand all of those things. This I will never understand. Yeah, we
3: we gotta get uh, I, Ashley Orton uh, fake on on the show here to, to 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 dive into this a little bit. I think would be. Uh...
0: No, I don't okay. want to talk to them anymore. Look
3: at Joker want- Da Silva and Ashley Orton Faye on the show.
0: <laughs> Joker Da Silva, can not he's not even...
3: No, like oh, name. he's in a different stratosphere, because he's just like a dude on That's Reddit just- that thinks The Fiend is cool. And we used to think yeah. that guy was weird. <laughs> no,
0: like yeah, he's normal as hell. Like,
3: right, this is like that I mean. guy you would encounter in real life and just be like, yeah, that guy's kind of a dork, but whatever, you know, who cares? Like
0: After seeing this, I can't pick on the belt mutants anymore. They're just... Buying
4: expensive memorabilia. These people, I don't understand any of this. The need for it, what you're getting out of it, it's fucking demented. Rich, I want it to stop. I do too. Hopefully, hopefully that is the end of it. That uh, the
3: the brief uh, um, infiltration that we've had from, a, a from I blame so. anime. You're taking anime down here
4: I mean between
0: the fuck pillows and this I just I can't I I, I think I'm blaming The anime if
4: someone Could correct me I I guarantee you This evolved From anime That great Okan banging his pillow That's that's the root of it all yes (laughs) Yes Oh dear god Rich fuck pillows rich They're they're real
3: Yeah and honestly, compared to this, pretty normal. Compared to what I've seen on Twitter, where where okay, a a worse? role play Alexa Bliss account is saying, "Oh, I want it, Daddy," from a, from a, <laughs> a John Boxley role play account that's apparently her father or her daughter, her cousin, or something is is definitely worse. The, the fuck pill is is pretty normal in, in in that context.
1: So
4: okay, so you think the shippers are weirder than the people who buy the fuck pillow with a cartoon character painted on the pillow that they
0: then hump. Yes. I'm going to have to give that one some thought. Okay, give it a thought.
3: Maybe next week we can I think
0: know. the fuck pillow Okay, I've thought about it.
3: <laughs> You're good. Okay.
0: I think the fuck pillow is 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 weirder because at least with the role play shipping fucking shit, it's another it's another human. Presumably. Well, yeah. It's another human that you're...
3: There's a human on the other side of that thing, yeah. What, 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 what kind of human they are, it, it doesn't yeah,
0: matter. But it, yeah, but it's another human. Right, right, right. Like, the, the fuck pillow,
4: you're humping a cartoon character painted on a pillow. <laughs> that has to be worse, right?
3: I don't think so. I don't know
0: alright we're split here it's a split moment. I
3: guess it would I would have to I would have to maybe see how a day in the life of a fuck pillow guy is um that would that would be my like because this is just like a brief moment where he's like ah, all right I'm home so let's do the fuck pillow thing like <laughs> you know what I mean like because there's like the doll guys have you, ever, have you ever encountered that in the wild the guys there's the doll who...
0: guys and we are we've been told in the chat room that Selena de la Renta now has a fuck pillow okay but that's not oh. a cartoon,
3: character. right? 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 Like, like uh, Joe was talking about the, the 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 waifu, like where you paint an anime character onto that pillow and then fuck it's it.
0: a fucking cartoon character. Yeah,
3: that, okay, I, I see where you're coming from there. That is that is pretty weird. Yes, a Dude, pillow that the, looks like Selena De La Renta, It's like all right, I you, you at least can understand the appeal of of that.
0: Ugh, I guess
3: it's so weird. But, it's so
1: weird. But, but.
0: This would be like having fucking she-ra princess of power painted on your pillow (laughs) or gem remember Jem?
3: i don't know who's Jem. i know i know she-ra i don't know if i remember
0: truly outrageous um uh, or or whoever the pain it's a cartoon
4: character it's like having lisa simpson painted on a pillow what are we doing (laughs) oh dear god well there you go that is uh don't criticize
3: Alexa Bliss or The Fiend or else you'll get those people in your mansions. Alright, Seth
4: Rollins. And I'd rather <laughs> hump a pillow with no cartoon character printed on it. That's the least weird of the three. Interesting. Okay, Yeah, you're right. Okay, I like that. Where, where do you put doll people in, in, in this mix? Oh,
3: God. Um, While we're doing it. Because I haven't encountered those people in the wild. And, I think and...
4: people who fuck sex
0: dolls are the least weird of the people we've talked about. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's like a facsimile of a human.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: whereas, because
3: well, I've met a few guys that like there there's this you know there there's a guy that I've seen a few times at at a park who will carry it around in like a wheelchair and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Their, like
0: they're bringing their fuck doll. And yeah, fuck like,
3: right, right, right. That's <laughs> a whole other level. But- <laughs> right, like that's what I mean. I don't mean like the go home and fuck your fuck doll. Like that's that's one thing. That's fine. Like whatever. You okay, know?
0: worst worst to least worst would be pillow with a cartoon character on it is the worst (laughs) you're considering
3: that the the absolute worst yes yeah so so Um, great Ocon is the worst of 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 all these offenders
0: if he's humping the pillow with the cartoon character the answer is yes um that's the worst pillow with a with a human a real human a selena de
3: la renta human pillow yeah that that
0: yeah pillow with nothing on it just your bed pillow yeah that no, you know what? I'm not putting that next. I'm I was going to sex... say,
3: I'd put, I'd put the uh, Selena De La Renta pillow above the just banging a normal pillow.
0: Okay, let me start over.
3: Okay, go ahead. The, go the, ahead. So the, the lowest pillow... of the low is the anime pillow.
0: If you have a cartoon character on a pillow and you're fucking the pillow, that's the worst.
3: Okay, got
4: it. If you have a real human on a pillow and you're fucking the pillow, that's the second worst. Um, third, I'm going to put sex doll guy who brings it in public. Okay. That's real fucking.
3: Weird. It's it's strange. Yeah, it's tough.
0: Actually, that guy's that's if you bring your sex doll in public, that's fur. That's before the cartoon. Wow.
3: Pillow. Okay. Yeah. New new. Uh... But
0: sex doll guy who like a real expensive thousands of dollars one that looks like a human. He's next. Then the guy who humps a pillow that doesn't have anything painted on it. Just a horny person who humps a pillow. I guess a woman would hump a pillow as well. Then the shipping role players. Okay.
4: I really think it's at least weird of the bunch there because all of these people to some degree I mean but th- at the end of the day the role players are just sexting with each other and
0: and and having online sex. The weird part is that they're doing it as other people. That's fucking weird. But it's not weirder than fucking a pillow with a cartoon character painted on it. I, I can't, but I don't know. You disagree. That's fine. I, reasonable minds can disagree on this one. I would say.
3: Yeah. As, as you said, I think it's a great way to, uh, uh, you know, finish this conversation. Thankfully once and for all is, is that they're all different levels of just completely different stratosphere of weird. So we, we apologize to belt mutants. We apologize to Joker to Silva. Uh, we apologize to all, all of those because we have discovered a, a new range of wrestling fans that are, that are much, much more horrifying than, than we could have ever imagined. So. Um, yeah. that's good sometimes you got it you know now now I have a more of an appreciation for belt guys like the next time I see a belt mutant I'm gonna be like hey that's a cool big gold belt you got there pal he's <laughs> like yeah I got it from and I'm just gonna walk away because I don't care but um you know I, it's good that that we've we've learned to to you know to respect them I think a little bit more than, than we did before
1: so I feel so gross uh,
3: Seth Rollins and Cesaro had a pro wrestling match at WWE hell in a cell on Peacock Joe what did you think of Seth Rollins versus cesaro the budgeting star cesaro uh who lost again to south Rollins.
0: Uh, i mean that'll <laughs> nice little three-star match i don't, <laughs> I don't you know go. how can we possibly follow this?
3: i don't know record? how we're gonna follow this yeah i'm not sure uh bianca belair bailey smackdown women's title hell in a cell match uh this was the match where i'm pretty sure i heard Corey graves say perfectly legal 14 different times in this match alone. I tried to count it. I think you also tried to count it. It was so ridiculous the amount of times they did this. And, and you know, they went out there. I think they had a pretty decent enough match. The problem was it had no need to be in a Hell in a Cell. There was nothing that needed to be in a Hell of a Cell. This is a match you could have in any ring... No stipulation. It would have been exactly the same match. And I think that is something that definitely hurts Hell in a Cell matches when you just have a match like this. That's a perfectly fine, well worked wrestling match, but has no purpose to be in a Cell whatsoever. And uh, Bianca gets the win. She beats Bayley. But um, I I think this is probably the person that you were going to mention here uh, who's had some confidence loss over the last few months.
0: Um, Best match on a bad show. Maybe three and a half star range. Pretty good match. Uh, They did do our spot. Where they had Bailey stop and laugh at her? Did you notice? Oh, they Ridge, did. They did. Where the hair was tied to the thing and she couldn't move, and then Bailey did the laughing spot.
3: Yes. Oh, can I talk about uh, my favorite spot though? Before I, yes. this is pretty early. Uh, Bailey grabs a chair and she's going to hit Bianca with the chair. Bianca grabs her hair and she hits the chair with her hair. Yes. And Bailey goes ah, and she drops the chair. Yeah, and I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. that's a good move, Bianca. I'd go back to that. She never went back to it. So she
0: also won the title at WrestleMania by whipping. Yes, her hair
3: so she should probably use the hair more. <laughs> yeah, it seems to work pretty well. But uh, I she destroyed used
0: my own voice with the Kevin Steen. Uh,
3: <laughs> now you've I worked did. yourself into a shoot here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Bianca uh, won the world the, the the women's title with her hair. Uh, she stopped a Bailey chair shot with her hair about two minutes into this match, and then never went back to it. Unfortunately, so I don't know. I would probably use it a little bit more if I were her. But it's perfectly yeah. legal too. In all matches, I believe.
4: Not
0: That's just right. the Hell in a Part
4: match. of her body. Part of her body. Um, but I want to talk about Bianca Belair because they've just slowly stripped
0: away everything that was unique and what made her a potential future star. You can see that the confidence that she had in NXT is gone. It is gone. And that was her number one attribute and what made her so special was her confidence. Now, they've written her character To question her own confidence. Like we talked about last week in this storyline. Bailey getting in her head with the laughter. The NXT Bianca Belair would have never allowed that. Like she would have never been written that way in NXT. You know she would have shrugged that off. And beat this asshole. But they had her you know. uh, Doubting herself and all that. But that's her strength. This would be like. If uh, 1998 Stone Cold Steve Austin was written to be afraid of someone or something like that. Like, it goes against what makes the gimmick work. Don't do that. Do things that make the gimmick work and enhance the strength of the wrestler. You know what I mean? You're, at no point were you going to write Stone Cold Steve Austin to say, ah, well, you know, come to think of it, maybe I should listen to my boss. Like, you're not...
3: <laughs> right, right.
0: It's a bad idea, you know? But this is what they constantly do when they, quote-unquote, Tell their stories now. Okay? They put opposites together. They, they, they go against the grain of what the personality traits are. And it sucks. And you could see it reflected in
4: Bianca. Just the way she carries herself. The way she works. Here's the other thing about Bianca Belair. She is a very poor promo. On the main roster. Because the material they give her. Is the wrong material for
0: her. And she doesn't know how to deliver it. When you watch her on SmackDown, she has these weird pauses in the middle of her promos. And you see her stop and think and look down to collect her thoughts and figure out where she's going next with the promo. And it's just – she it was never that way in NXT. She was natural. She was exuberant. She had that big, beautiful smile on her face. She was confident. As a heel and a face, she was confident. And she was a shit talker. And they've taken yeah, her her all promos essentially
3: away. were, you know, somebody would say, you know, Bianca, you know, what do you think about this upcoming match? And she goes, you know, why I, I have all the confidence in the world. I'm Bianca Belair. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. I'm the EST. And I'm going to prove it, you know, in the minute. And she'd walk out and that was it. It was, you know, yeah. 11 minutes. It was 11 seconds. She would, you know, do her catchphrase and say, of course, I'm going to win because I'm Bianca Belair. And then that was it.
0: Yeah. And she's she's suffering from that thing that we've seen time and time again over the years where the, the main roster just beats it out of you. Mm hmm. And the confidence isn't there anymore. And the promos are not good. And she can't get that main roster promo cadence down. And the material doesn't fit her. And it's affecting everything.
3: Right. And a normal wrestling company would would, would realize this and adjust it and say, okay, you know, we have a certain style of promo that we want X to do. But Bianca can't do that, so instead of forcing her to do X and say, well, she's no good because she can't do X, let's do what makes her bad. Let's let's maximize what Bianca Belair brings, which will bring us to the topic I wanted to talk about next. Let's maximize what she does and and accentuate those positives and hide those negatives. And instead, it's just everybody's got to do the same thing over and over and it's 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 gonna it's hurt Rhea Ripley and it's hurt Bianca Belair two layups two absolute layups that they have had over the last five years that came out of that PC Two, what should be two of the best success stories that have come out of that PC in terms of the women's side you know since Sasha and 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 Becky and Charlotte and all the, and, and it's just it's I don't know Joe don't think it's gonna work for either of them I, I hate to say it now and and obviously they're still very early in their main roster careers but we've seen this time and time again like there's no need to have hope you know and we see the road it's going down already
0: she came across like a surefire future star in NXT. Uh, we, we said that from day one. It looked like they could have had something with the Royal Rumble, especially WrestleMania. But we told people, keep it at arm's length and be careful because this company has a funny way of, and a lot of times Vince does it on purpose, the old strip you down to build you back right, up. Exactly. And And I don't even think necessarily that's what this is. I think they think that some of this stuff is just a good idea. They're wrong. And when it's a young wrestler, and let's remember, she's also, I hate to use this word, but for all intent and purpose, she's green. This isn't like a a 10 to 12-year veteran, you know, who gets called up to who had a long run in the Indies or maybe did some ROH and, and, you know, had five years in NXT and then got called up. This is essentially someone who's barely out of being a rookie.
3: Right, this is someone who knows nothing else but this system. Where where I think yes. that the distinction that's important there is like take somebody like a ricochet, we'll just mention ricochet. You know, Ricochet, you can beat him down and all that sort of stuff, but he knows what it's like to be a top guy. He was a top indie guy. He was the top guy in Dragon Gate. He was, you know, a junior champion in New Japan Pro wrestling. He won, you know, best of the super juniors. Like, that guy was so accomplished and had the ups and downs of a wrestling career. Bianca hasn't had a down yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's all been up, 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 because from the moment she came in there, they realized, oh, we have some potential here. We have something for her. And it's been that roller coaster has been going up and up and up the entire time. And now for the first time, it's going on the way down. And for the first time, you're hitting some bumps in the road. And how do people handle that? Like, that not everybody handles it, this, the, the right, you know, the same way. And I imagine this is the first time she has, you know, kind of endured this thing. And she doesn't, I don't know if she knows how to navigate through it. We'll see. We'll find out. But, you know, whether or not she has it or not, it might be impossible with the way this company Builds people and and structures everything. So,
0: and she choked on the post match promo. Did you see that?
3: Yeah. She said, uh, You know, you you beat me up and I'm never going to forget about it or something like that. And then ran away. And it was like, You
0: won the match. Like, what are you talking about? You know, it's, it's, I I just think there's something there missing with her. She's not the same person she was in NXT and she's not the same performer she was even early on on this run. So, um, you would think that they'd write promos. To suit who this person is, especially if they have high, but it it i don't know it's very frustrating, I feel bad for her.
3: It, it is, yeah. Because th- this, this, and, and this is the same way that I, because I know you've been a, very invested in Bianca Belair for years and years and years. And it's the same thing that I have with Rhea Ripley. Like when, when I first saw her, the, you know, the, the Mae Young classic, I was like, wow, this, she looks like she's got a ton of potential. And it's one of those things that you kind of, you kind of plant your flag in someone and go, hey, yeah, this, you know, that, that, that person is going to, and that's why I'm so frustrated when I see Rhea Ripley on the main roster. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, Jesus, it's everything that you could want. And Bianca's the exact same way. It's everything you could want. And you just don't, you just don't maximize it. And and I guess this it'll kind of transition in here that we're now that we're thankfully over with our Hell in the Cell thing. Is uh this week we saw the Carrion Cross uh, uh main event debut. They put them up on the main roster, which oh boy, not a good start for uh Carrion Cross. A before he even watch of the Ring, they decide, hey, we're gonna try out Scarlet and you separately, <laughs> which is not good for one Carrion Cross, because uh yeah, they uh I definitely know that they see something in Scarlet and that they like what they see in Scarlet. I don't know if they like what they see in Carrion Cross* so far. Uh, but anyway, he comes out on main event, and he comes out without Scarlet and without The Entrance. And now, you and I both think The Entrance is dorky and hate it, right?
0: I am not a fan of The Entrance because I think that Scarlet is way too animated, and I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not a fan it's of a The It's a little
3: entrance. too much. It's too much yeah. every single time she comes down, or every, time, every single right. time he comes down to the ring.
0: The with, bad lip-syncing, which looks like she's being stabbed with a knife. Yeah, I it's just, not
3: but undeniably, it works for the aura of that character. That guy comes out, there's lights, there's smoke, he's got a babe with him. They come down to the ring and he goes and he kicks ass and he beats everybody up. And in 10 minutes, he wins the match. And there's. He
0: undeniably feels like a big deal and comes across like a star because of the entrance.
3: Right. And that that has been true of anybody that's had their hands on, on, on Killer Cross or Carrion Cross or whatever has understood that a lot of the stuff, a lot of the appeal of Cross, is the aura. Whether it's on the Indies and he looks bigger than guys, so have him come out and kind of be bigger than guys and and, and destroy guys and stuff like that. Or when you're going to have him in AAA or whatever, it's the same kind of idea where he's just bigger than everybody else and that's going to be the gimmick. And then some Indies realized, you know, okay, the way we're going to use this guy is, we're going to give him sort of ominous entrance music and ominous entrance and all that sort of stuff. And it helps with the aura because once the bell rings, Karrion Cross doesn't have that much to offer, which is fine. Like, it's okay. Like, you can be that in wrestling. It's okay. It matters to an extent, but there are ways to kind of make that not matter as much. So what they do is when they try out Karrion Cross at main event, they give him WWE 2K19 generic entrance one. And he comes out. Just normal music. No you know I think it was his normal music But no smoke no lights He walks down to the ring He gets in the ring he pounds his chest He goes ah And then the match starts Yeah and it's like what are you Doing
1: Yeah
0: it's um If you watch this entrance And you go back and watch it
4: He It's the complete opposite of Of looking like Or feeling like a star it's just a guy walking to the ring.
0: They stripped away everything that made him special. Right. And it's, it relates to what we were just talking about <clears throat> with some of these other people, but it's especially so in his case, because there's not a ton else there with him. I mean, this is a guy who's been a journeyman wrestler for a number of years, uh, had yeah, decent runs in a couple of different places, but this was his ticket. And this act was now, look, it's never been in front of fans. We can presume from the best we can tell that it was working and he was at least getting a mega push. To take away the valet and the entrance, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, this could have just been a one-off because they wanted him to work main event for whatever reason. Maybe they wanted to test and see what he would be like when you strip away the entrance to either prove some kind of point or to test him. But I saw someone on Twitter make a great point. Why do that and then air it? You can do that. You can try different things all day long, but you don't have to
3: fans don't have to see it. Right, right, right. If you can you can you can film that and say, "Hey, let's see, you know, somebody can say, "Hey, this guy like is this just all entrance or can this guy actually go? Does he have actually have charisma?" And they can have him, yeah, hey, yeah, can we have you come down to the ring and we're going to have you do just a normal entrance and then you film it and you look at it and go, "Yeah, no, it's I mean, you would see from from 2 minutes in, "Hey, this does not work. This guy just doesn't have that that it factor anymore." So, okay, cool. We got it. Thanks, man. Oh, we'll give you the entrance. We'll give you the, the lights. We'll give you the smoke. We'll give you all that sort of stuff. There's no need to air it whatsoever.
0: And, this, and they're in a great position. They're, they're, you know, we're in the final weeks of not having fans where you have that advantage where you can do that. Yeah, you got an
3: empty arena. You could have them come down 15 different times. You could say, hey, try it with this music. Hey, try this. Maybe do this. Maybe do. I mean, you could do whatever you wanted for hours. <laughs> you could have them try different stuff.
0: I can't believe they exposed that to fans. He, he, didn't, he couldn't have looked more generic in that entrance. It's crazy. That's, that's wild to me that they aired that. And that, that means that at least on some level, they're considering doing that to him. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll destroy him. He will have no chance if they strip away that entrance. And he is what we saw in main events. Cause there really isn't a ton else there, um, you know, with him. I mean, he's a. I guess he has a decent look. I mean, he's not a mega worker, but yeah,
3: here's the he look thing be
0: carried to good matches by good workers. Yeah, the I guess. look
3: thing, the look thing works on the indies. The work thing works in. In I don't wanna, it's not a one on one comparison, but it reminds me a lot of like Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome was incredible in FMW, incredible in ECW because he was a monster among men. He was giant. And the first thing that WCW did because they're fucking dumb, just like WWE is. They had Mike Awesome debut and they had Kevin Nash in the ring with him. Yeah, and Kevin Nash was like seven inches taller than Mike Awesome, and you're like, well, what the fuck? I thought this guy was supposed to be big, and he immediately just looked like a guy. And then they, and then they, he was dead from that point forward, because yeah. all the aura, all the thing about this guy being big, which Karen Cross is big in NXT, Karen Cross was big on the Indies, Karen Cross was big in PWG and in AAA and all that sort of stuff on the main roster. Man, when he's when he's gonna if he's gonna go face to face with Drew McIntyre, he's not gonna be big and imposing. Right. Drew McIntyre is a very large man. Bobby Lashley, a huge man. I mean the, the, the WWE is 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 not at a loss for huge men. There needs to be something else with this guy. And that's where if he comes to the ring and ha- and again it doesn't work for me, but him coming to the ring with scarlet, with the lights, with the smoke, with the aura, all that sort of stuff, that's going to matter when he gets in the ring and goes face to face with the guy and he's not going to be an imposing figure. So I the look is good, but it's not all that's going to make this guy you know, it, it, it's not going to be all that it helps them like it did on the indies and so many other places where the look was was enough.
0: Is it possible that the, the people running the show on the main roster, Vince and the crew, also thought the entrance is kind of corny and wanted to see what he could be without it? Uh, I'm
3: sure. Yeah, I bet. But they're probably, they... they're, they're probably thinking smartly, we can't do this shit every single time. Like, we can't have you come out and take 11 minutes of our fucking TV time every single time you come out to the ring. We got to figure out another way to do this, which is fair.
0: Yeah, you know, and yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they saw the entrance as something that was, you know, a bunch of Triple H bullshit and, yeah, wanted to see if there's another way to present this guy. And, you know, if there's a hot woman, they have other ideas other than just coming down with it.
3: Oh yeah, people, so are, people are using the Mark Marrow reference, and yeah. this—I mean, he got Mark Marrowed in, in record time here, where Vince and Bruce or whoever saw Scarlet said, "All right, Scarlett, you're going that way. Uh, you, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, go out. Okay, all right, Scarlet. Hey, how's it going? I mean, like, what's going on?" We should say yeah. we
0: don't know if any of this is permanent. This could have been a one-off. Yeah,
3: who knows? But I mean, you know, still, we have history on our side man. here, and and there's a very, very good chance that uh, they they see. They have much higher hopes for Scarlet than they do for uh, for Caryn Cross. Yeah, just
0: a puzzling decision on a bunch of different fronts.
3: It's it, it, yeah, we don't know if it's going to stay or not, but it is, is another great example of just not accentuating the positives. You know, yeah. what does this person do well? Let's t- you know, and and this is a company that thrived on that for years and years and years, and just has, has completely lost all sight of that. So yeah. awesome, it's great. Um, hey. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Duo Drop and Nikki Cross, or no? Do we not even care anymore? Say it again. Uh, was it? How do you pronounce it? Say it. Do Drop. Is it Do Drop or Duo Drop? It's just
0: Do Drop. Yeah. Duo, Duo Drop. No, just Do Drop.
3: Just Do Drop. Okay.
0: Do Drop. It would do-drop. be D-U-O if That's it were true. Duo That's drop. true. That's true. See, right. I am a master of pronunciation. Right, you are. So, you
3: are if nothing if not a master of pronunciations, of course.
0: Right. So what's funny about the Do Drop thing is, is – we don't have to waste any time telling people how much it sucks. It's a terrible name, and they're
3: already um, breaking up. <laughs> They've been a and unit they, for they, a they,
1: week.
0: Yeah. they pretended they didn't know who it was, which is dumb because she's been on WWE programming for over a year or whatever. Um, so we don't have to get into how dumb the name is and pretending that it's a new person. Mm-hmm. They're also
3: doing it. the exact same Eva Marie character that they did three years ago, where she doesn't want to wrestle. Oh, yeah, good.
0: well, I mean, Eva Marie is useless, too. No matter how many people argue with me, she brings nothing to the table.
3: Well, the so, ratings the ratings clearly show that people were, were excited about her. So.
0: But but what's what's fascinating about this one is everyone recognized it was stupid. Universal. Even the hardcore WWE defenders. But then the next week, okay, when Dewdrop tried to interrupt Eva Marie and say that her name was Piper Niven, okay, Then you have people defending it going, oh, I see what they're doing now. She's still Piper Niven. She's just trying to tell her that she's Piper Niven. So they have a plan. So now this is good. My counter argument is, I don't care if it makes sense that they have a plan. It still fucking sucks. Bad stories are bad stories. Just because something is cohesive and happens to make sense doesn't make it good. What is wrong with people? How is Piper Niven trying to say her name a good story? How is that good? <laughs> right? Who does What's that benefit?
3: About? What is what is what is the end game? and what 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 benefits you get from Piper Niven coming out and 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 being dewdrop? And then saying, no, I'm not Dewdrop I'm Piper Nevin. Like, what is the end game? What is the, you know, what, 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 like, yeah, you got to give me, uh, the, here is why this story is good, and, and here's the benefit that, that this story is going to be. Like, you have to do that. At the How? very least with storytelling, you have to tell me what the purpose of the story is and what the benefit of that story is.
0: How is Dewdrop eventually saying her name good? What, what makes that good?
3: <laughs> After two weeks. Why is that compelling or good?
0: Why is that a good story? I don't why, know. What makes that a good story? The bar is so low among the people who watch this company that any story that even makes a modicum of sense is considered good. Yeah,
3: no, not even yeah. a, just a story. Just, just a story. any story. Any is fucking good. story. Yeah, right.
0: Any story, and then they repeat the company of line of, oh well, they tell stories. They tell stories in this. The company. casual
3: fans like stories. They don't like yeah, in ring. Casual- they don't worry about the Tokyo Dome, Joe. They don't care right. about star ratings in the Tokyo Dome. All right.
0: They want Dewdrop to say
4: her name because it's a story. But it's still bad. So who fucking cares? It's unbelievable. This is what they come up with when they call someone up. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna call you Dewdrop,
0: <laughs> and then eventually, you're gonna say your real name and turn on Eva Marie, which, as you noted, took one week <laughs> to start the breakup story. One week.
3: That's the only story. that they, only, they don't know how to tell the story of a heel turn or a, a team breaking up is the only two stories they know how to tell.
0: They, tell. they have a half a dozen stories. That's all they have. And they just repeat the same half a dozen stories over and over and over.
4: That's all they got. They have nothing else. And they hire 20 writers to tell the same six stories over and over and over. Now Nikki Cross. We yeah. move
1: on. Let's
3: get to Actually, before we do the Nikki Cross, I do have to let you know this episode of the Voice Wrestling Flagship Podcast is also brought to you by Manscaped, Joe, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, and we have an exclusive offer for our listeners, 20% off, plus free shipping with the code FLAGSHIP, at manscaped.com. Again, you're going to get that perfect package 3.0. We've talked about it for weeks now. You get the lawnmower 3.0, the best ball hair trimmer ever. You can use that thing in the shower. You got an LED light. You got the crop preserver that's going to come in that perfect package. You have the crop reviver. You're also going to get a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs and a travel bag to store all of that grooming goodness. So anyway, trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code flagship at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off. Plus free shipping with the code flagship at manscaped.com. Once more, 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that promo code flagship, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped. All right. So let's get to uh, Nikki cross superhero.
0: You totally forgot that. Ed.
3: Uh forgot is okay. <laughs> did I forget it? No, <laughs> did we you not? Did realized. I not have a great time to lead in? Yes. Joe, my options for leading into that ad were, what's worse, fucking a pillow, or RP that you're having sex with other wrestlers, or that, or, or what we just did right there?
0: I think shaving your balls? is a good transition point. i guess
3: yeah if you're gonna right. fuck your pillow
0: here's what do, you it do it with shaved balls you're right i, I guess
3: i guess they would have i guess manscape doesn't really i mean they know what they know the score they know what they're doing so
0: i mean they keep buying ads and they know the content of this baby they do so. know the content
3: and they're. Yeah. i mean it's they're ball shavers so it's like yeah you're right you're right you're right i i maybe should have said hey when you're fucking your anime pillow uh make sure your balls are are, are, are trimmed nice with the promo code flagship at manscape.com you're right i should have done that but
0: Love the ad read with 10 minutes left in the show.
3: It's <laughs> I'm sure they're going to love that, too. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Big fans. That might be the last Manscaped ad. Um, so Nikki Cross. Yeah. yeah. She's a superhero. Now a superhero. Yeah. yeah. Now, I have an alternate take on
3: this one. <laughs> but, Joe, how could you? It's her idea.
0: Well, yeah. OK. So we're going to rant on the, her idea thing. No, Let's no, no. Do I
3: don't care. I don't care. No,
0: no, I want to make that point because. That's another new defense of all this crap. Well, if well, it's the wrestler's idea. Okay, that doesn't mean it's not <laughs> it's a...
3: It's also movie. bad. I have bad ideas all the time.
0: Like, the wrestler says they're having fun. Okay, well, I'm not having fun watching.
3: <laughs> right, I'm a critic, and I'm watching them, and I'm not having fun, so...
0: I don't give a fuck how much fun Alexa Bliss is having. It fucking stinks, okay? Oh, well, he just wants to surf. Well, good for him. It still fucking stinks. Right,
3: if I'm watching a sport, yeah. and, and, and a player on my team is fucking garbage, but hey... He's having a great time out there. You know what I mean? Like, he, he just loves that he's in the NBA. Sure, he can't make a three pointer. And yeah, sure, his defense sucks. But I mean, God damn it. He's, he's enjoying himself. And, you know, he's making a lot of money. And he never thought he'd get to this level, Joe. So I cannot criticize that terrible player on my team. So
0: if I'm season five into a television show and all of a sudden it's not good anymore, I don't give a fuck <laughs> if the actors are having fun and the lead actor came up with the storyline arc for season five.
4: It's bad. Mad-
0: why would that matter to you?
4: <laughs> why do so people weird. bring this stuff up like it fucking matters? It doesn't matter. But I will say this. Okay? I will say this about Nikki Cross, the superhero. It's smart. It's smart. And I'm going to tell you why. Do I think this, the character stinks? Yes,
0: because I'm not an eight-year-old child. Um, do I think Nikki Cross is wise to pitch something like this? I do.
4: Oh, absolutely.
3: Because
0: if the character connects with children, with fans, this could extend her run by a decade. Okay? Where else was Nikki Cross – what was her ceiling in this company otherwise? Was Nikki Cross ever headline at WrestleMania?
4: Was Nikki Cross ever going to be a big star? She's a nice little worker. By all accounts, a great person. Okay? But is
0: our truth in this company at 50 years old if he didn't come up with, with a wacky comedy character?
4: Of course not. He'd be disposable. Okay? This is a smart play. And if some of these wrestlers
0: can come to grips and be pragmatic and understand that I'm never going to be the top guy, that I'm never going to headline WrestleMania, they'd all be wise to pitch stuff like this. This superhero character may flame out in 3 weeks and she might get cut for all I know. But there's a chance that this does
4: connect and she's the next hurricane or the next R-Truth and it extends her career. So, but the problem is most wrestlers don't go home and hit the pillow at night
0: and think about being a lower prelim wrestler for the next decade. They all still think they're going to be the big star. Right. So it's tricky, you know, Mojo Rawley went home every night and thought that he was going to headline WrestleMania someday. And we all knew that was never going to happen. But he probably didn't know that. And maybe Nikki Cross is just being smart and pragmatic and understands that, hey, they're cutting people every two months. The gimmicks they gave me stunk. Because they all stunk. Every one of them. She did the best she could. They were bad. Maybe I can do something and own this and be great at it, and sell a little merch, and then they'll see value in me, and they'll
4: keep me around. That's my take on it. Do I have use for a superhero character? None. But I'm a man. I'm 40. It's not supposed to appeal. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I'm not going to like it. I
0: don't, I don't like this. To me, it's junk. But I can kind of see where she's coming from pitching something like this what do you think
3: no I, I i'm with you i think you know ultimately do i care at all i don't i don't really give a shit about this i i don't care my reaction is more to people like you said the the, the People saying, oh, it's kind of stupid, but whatever. And people yeah, saying, well, yeah. it's her idea. Like, and it's okay. I don't care. Yeah, it's well, it's idea. still
0: fucking stupid. It's still
3: stupid. And yeah, it's her it's idea. Stinks. I also, I also, and this happens every time we get a dumb character in wrestling is people, yeah. you know, somebody will say, ah, I don't know about this. This is kind of a weird character. And people go, well, the hurricane, he worked. Yeah, he did. <sighs> but Mighty Molly didn't work. Yeah. And 10,000 other shitty gimmicks have not worked since the hurricane. The hurricane debuted in 2001, Joe. (laughs) That was 20 years ago.
0: Remember, Rosie was shit. Yes,
3: yes, shit. The superhero in training, yes. How'd that work? Literally shit. Yeah.
0: And yeah. Mm-hmm. They've done this before. I mean, they've, they've
3: done it before. so, like, I, I and I, I always caution people when when and we get it every time we say, "Ah, oh, the spooky thing." I don't know it's going to work. And people go, "Yeah, that's what they said about the Undertaker." <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. that he debuted in nineteen ninety. So, like, okay, you're right. Thank you. But thank Mordecai you your, didn't thank you. work, <laughs> right?
0: Like, you know, right. Thank you for your one example.
3: Right. The zombie, the ECW zombie didn't work. Mordecai did not work. Like there are, Kevin Thorne did not work. Like I have a lot of examples of it not working. In fact, I have more examples of it not working versus the one example you brought up from 40 years ago that did work. Like, you know, so let's maybe be cautious about bringing up the one example that works in all these cases. But that always comes up when a dumb, you know, a a weird gimmick like this happens is people immediately go to a one about the hurricane. And it's like, Okay, what about the, I mean, yeah, the Hurricane made it work, but that doesn't mean, because the Hurricane made it work does not mean it's a good idea. You you know, if it was the only time they ever did a superhero character, the only time they ever did a goofy character, it worked for that one guy, then okay, maybe there's some evidence. But no, there's like 10 other people after that that it didn't work for. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I think 10 is more than one. So maybe let's, instead of saying, well, what about the one that did work? I don't know, maybe think about the other ones that did not work and why those didn't work. So, I don't know. That, that's... For the
0: record, Now, for the record, I don't think this is going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's
3: especially now it's... in this company. Hell no.
0: Get out of here. I think Shorty G was the comparison you made, and I think it's a good one.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, we were told, oh, this is, I mean, it's just a brief little run that he's going to do, and then he's going to be able to strip this character, and he's going to be better for it. And, you know, they laughed at him for four months, and then now he's, you know.
0: And admitted it was bad, basically. Yeah. They admitted it was bad.
3: And now you he's know. with Otis.
0: Yes, Otis. Same spot he was in before. Uh,
3: hey, by the way, Otis. That was, you know, remember how he was goofy in character, and ha ha ha. He's so fun. Well, now he's a heel, and uh,
0: more charisma than Okada. In
3: yeah, fact, yeah, yeah. Um, Him and Manny Rose, the pro wrestling's top couple. Um, yeah, that was about yeah. like a year ago, and <laughs> now we're now we're.
0: Another example of a WWE storyline where the baseline is doesn't make sense. Oh, it's good then. Yeah, but you know, it's still stupid. It's still. You know, reductive. Not. I don't know. This is enough WWE.
3: Yeah, I, this is more than enough WWE. Yeah. Let's move on here. Let's talk about all Japan Pro Wrestling here. Uh, Triple Crown Championship. Suwama had been the champion since March of 2020. He was set to face off with Champion Carnival winner Jake Lee. Uh, now, hypothetically, before before we even talk about what did happen, was Jake Lee winning the title from Suwama in that match? Hopefully, <laughs> I guess I, I would like. Say.
0: I would like to say yes, yeah, but it is um, all
3: Japan, so that's that's.
0: I can't confidently that, right? no, I can't confidently say
3: that. Okay. No. So anyway, that was gonna happen. Swama was gonna face Jake Lee, but Suwama has COVID. Yes. So he has vacated the title, and all Japan is now going to crown a new champion in a semi-convoluted way. I, I, I'm I'm curious on your thoughts about this because I've seen some people say, Oh, it's very simple, it's very easy, and other people say, No, it's convoluted, no, it's a mess. So I don't know. So what's gonna happen is Jake Lee, Kanto Miyahara, and Yume Aoyagi are gonna compete on the 626 show this weekend in a three-man tournament format. So what's going to happen is on this one night, there's going to be a round-robin-style tournament to determine the winner. Uh, All Japan's English language Twitter explains it like this. It says, quote, a lottery will be held before the show to determine the order of the matches, and the wrestler who wins two games in a row, two matches in a row, will become the new champion. Joe, does this make sense to you, or is it confusing?
0: I understand it, and number one, it is not a three-way match. That's number one. I think a lot of people thought it was a three-way match. It is not. Number two, a lot of people are comparing this to the conclusion of the 1997 Champion Carnival. That was a round robin with points. Basically a mini block with three guys. It is not that. That was three distinct matches in a block format with whoever had the most points at the end because the three of them were tied at the top of the, uh, of the regular block play being the winner. That's not what this is either. This is three men, two guys start the match, and they say they're going to determine that with a lottery. Okay, so they're going to do some kind of drawing to see who starts the match. Okay, and then from there, it's always one on one. And whoever is the first man to win two falls in a row wins the match. So theoretically, it could end after the second match. If one, if the same guy wins the first match and then beats the second guy, it's over. Or theoretically, it can go on into perpetuity. I was for gonna minute. say,
3: my goal is that this thing goes like fifteen matches, and they're like, "Come on, somebody win!" One,
0: well, in theory, it can go on literally. <laughs> it could go
3: on literally forever. Yeah, if 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 Jake Lee beats Kento Miyahara and then loses to Yume Oyagi, and Yume Oyagi beats Kento Miyahara, but then Kento Miyahara beats Jake Lee, and then Jake, I mean, it could it could go on forever. Yes, two in a row. Some one person has to win two matches in a row. Right. So at minimum, there will be f- four matches. Right.
0: At minimum, there'll be two matches.
3: All right, oh, you're right. You're right because he could go out there and immediately, yeah, right.
0: So if Yuma Aoyagi and Jake Lee start and Jake Lee wins, then it's Jake Lee versus Kento Miyahara. Right, and then if, ja- yeah, if Jake, Jake, Lee, Jake Lee wins, one. it's over. Right, because then he won two in a row. Yeah, so it could go and two matches
3: Kento, or it could go to two thousand matches.
0: Like <laughs> Go forever. Go literally forever. I mean, it could be infinite. Um, you know, so if 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 the other if the new guy keeps winning, then the, it just keeps on going. So that's the format. Um, It comes from Sumo. Some uh, Joshi promotions have done it. Wave, the Joshi promotion, Wave has done this style of match. It comes from Sumo. I'm not opposed to this gimmick match. I'm opposed to doing it for the Triple Crown. Because the Triple Crown is such a historical title. I think this cheapens the Triple Crown a bit to decide it like this. And again... People who are comparing it to the 97 carnival as a precedent, you're wrong. That was a round robin. Okay? That was not this kind of match. Um, so that bothers me a little. If you did this style of match for the NXT title or for some indie title or for, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck, I wouldn't care. But there's a small handful of titles that I think should be treated with reverence and respect. And that I respect the history of where doing a gimmicky match for it bothers me. With that said, this is not 1991 All Japan. Okay. It's basically an indie at this point. So trying something new to drum up some interest, something creative, because you're in a tough spot. I get it. This doesn't bother me as much as if you did this with fucking Masawa, Taue, and fucking, you know, Kawada. That would fucking that would have drove me nuts. This bothers me, but not on that level because I don't think all Japan is what it was. And even though it's still the Triple Crown, and I prefer not to see it decided in this manner, I can't get too wrapped up in in the fact that they're doing a gimmick
3: match. Yeah, that that, that is true. I mean, to me, it, we we're always the guys, and we we do this with the IWGP World Heavyweight Title, where some people don't give two shits, and 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 you and I do think that there is something to be said uh, yeah. for for titles, and I think especially this one because it's been. I mean, since April 1989, it's been clean as fuck. You know what I mean? Like they they have never really deviated from it whatsoever. It's never gone to random promotions. It's it's always kind of stayed in-house. You know, when Jumbo Saruda beats Stan Hansen to unify, you know, the NWA International and the PWF heavyweight title and the NWA United title. And it's pretty much that way, you know, it's it's one-on-one matches and it's 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 pretty you know semi long reigns for for uh, a good portion of it and, and, and yeah there are times when it got vacated but you know the, you know looking back there was one time where Terry Gordy uh you know he had to vacate it and Stan Hansen just beat Misawa. It was just a straight up singles match he beat Misawa. Uh there's another time that uh, uh Kawada got hurt and they did Akira Kiritaway and, and Vader and Vader beat him and he retained the title.
0: Yeah, well these are just decision matches exactly
3: yeah yeah they've never that. they never really kind of did. De- and then you know they did you know after Kobashi is gonna leave to go to Noah, form Noah and they do a tournament final because, I mean, obviously the, the company is decimated at that point. So they have to do a tournament final. This is like later in the year. And even then, they just do a tournament final and Tenru beats Kawada. And, and that, you're good. You know, that's that's all it is. Kawada gets hurt. You know, Tenru beats Muto to get the title. And then they later, you know, Shinya Hashimoto gets hurt. And they have Kawada beat Otani in a tournament final. And then that's pretty much it. Then you just have, yeah, decision matches. Amori beats Junaki. to win the vacant title. Zeus loses to Kento Miyahara. But they've kept it pretty damn clean. Uh, Through a lot of the title history and and it's just I know I guess the part of me that 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 kind of the nerd wrestling fan in me is just there's just been in this last year a lot of these companies have just been kind of haphazard and wild with stuff and it's just like I you know what I mean like history matters like that stuff does matter and there's there's a certain prestige. To keeping a title clean and keeping a title important and keeping a lineage and all that sort of stuff, and people are like laughing at us about the New Japan one, but it's like no, there's there's something to be said. There's that that is one of the most important and easy title you know stories to tell in wrestling is a title match, and and it's so easy to tell it when it's a title that matters and it's a title that's important, and and that stuff is is just it's a layup, it's an easy easy thing. And I'm not saying that this makes the Triple Crown like not important or whatever. It's just to me it's a little gimmicky. I don't hate it, hated. it. I just don't. I just don't love it, I guess, is the probably the best way to say it.
0: Yeah, I don't love it either. Um, you know, but uh, it, it's, it's... Like you said, China
3: it's all Japan it. in 2021, it's, it's, so it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. This, this company is barely hanging on to its life. So It's a big indie. Yeah.
0: It's an indie with a history behind the name.
3: Right, right. So, so trying to equate, like, maybe our problem is trying to equate, you know, what's going to happen here to, you know, kiritawe and Kento Kobashi and Masao. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's not that... Co- I mean, it's quite literally not that company anymore. It, it, right. it, it's even, even in, in name and trademark and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's not even the same company. So it's like, you know, it just has this title that's kind of, you know, attached to it. But... I don't know. Yeah, to me, it, I there was a lot of there a lot of the rumors that were coming out about this had me more annoyed at first when it was going to be a triple threat match. I was like, oh fuck no! And then when they were now, like
0: that, I'd be that I'd be
3: much more angry. And I that. was about to really get upset when people because there was a lot of things going out. Is okay? What they're going to do is every guy's going to have you know one of the triple crown titles, and then he's going to defend that in one of the matches, and then and then eventually he's going to unify. And I'm like, no, we're not breaking up the fucking titles. We're not having you know the the NWA United National Title <laughs> you know get resurrected for there the first lot- time since 1989 like I'm not doing that like that sucks don't do that they're not doing that so
0: there was a lot of confusion and it's understandable because this isn't a match type that people are super familiar with I mean if you're not a sumo fan or you're not watching you know very very obscure joshi then you probably have never seen a match a match gimmick like this I've never seen this match, I, have you ever seen?
3: I haven't. Kind of- yeah, I haven't. And I, and again, I, I don't. I, I, honestly don't hate it. I think it might actually be pretty fun, and I'm kind of interested in watching, you know, seeing it. It's just, yeah, the problem there's is probably yeah.
0: ways you can book it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's different things you can do from a booking standpoint. Um, and and I'm curious to see where they they what, what they do do with it. Um, you know, you could have the winner of the first match be exhausted, and you know, see in Kfabe you don't want to be in the first match. You want to be in the second match because the guy who loses the first match is in the worst position because then he's helpless because if the guy who beat him wins the next match, it's over and he has no control over it at that point. You see what I'm saying?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So you want to be, you want to lose that draw. You want to be the guy in the second match because the guy in that second match, uh, you know, he, he controls his own destiny and the guy who loses the first match now, he does not. So, uh, and the guy in the second match presumably would be fresh. So the advantage is to be the, the odd man out in K So I'm interested to see how they handle all of that and present it. And, um, you know, and, and from that standpoint, there's a lot of interesting things you can.
3: Yeah, it, it's a cool because, like you know, in in some match types, you know, people will say you know, like an Iron Man match. Like some people will say, you know, it's easy to t- you know just tap out immediately to you know to save yourself. You don't want to be caught in a hold for too long or whatever. And that's a cool little you know that's a cool style there. Where you know uh, in the TJP Josh Alexander that happened, we're pretty early in the match. I think it was TJP caught Alexander. and Alexander just taps right away. Like all right, no, 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 I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with this. You know, I'll get it back. I'll I'll, I'll win it back later. In in this case, you don't want to do that because you'll lose, but you also don't want to have like a twenty minute battle you know where you where you you're you're going tooth and nail to beat this guy, and yeah, it's good that you move on, but now you've you've softened yourself up for the next guy and you put yourself at a disadvantage and so like you're saying there's a really there's a lot of cool stuff that this could i I'm very interested in seeing it i mean it is it is it's going to be tough because it's it's you know it's all Japan in in twenty twenty one but i uh, I have some hope for this. I think this will be kind of uh, kind of fun and i'm I'm definitely interested in checking it out so
0: you think jake Lee wins
3: I would say yeah, I think so. I think it's probably the time to do that, um, unless you want him to have a real hunt. But I, he, started, he won the carnival. Like, Isn't that his hunt? And I guess there's a way that you can have it be like a one-day hunt, where he really has got to work his ass off to win this title. I think that's probably the way to do it. Uh, I mean, the safe way is just go to Kento, because he's there. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think this is a good time to give it to Jake Lee.
4: I mean, if, you're gonna, if you were going
0: to put the title on Kento, why didn't he win the carnival? right exactly and aoyagi is just there to fill no aoyagi
3: is just there to have good matches yeah but he's he's, he, not
0: he's not winning i mean jake lee should probably win i'll root for kento though because i like him yeah
3: oh yeah yeah
0: i like him more so from a fan standpoint i'll be rooting for kento miara um but jake lee should win yeah but it's fucking all japan and it's clap crowds and it's half. I I can't get excited about anything. It's just so hard to get excited about it because the excitement would be. Okay. They're belting up Jake Lee. Now let's see what, how business does. Let's see how fans react to him. Is he a,
3: is he a star? Is he an actually made man? And it's like, I mean, I don't know. They sold 200 tickets to Cork. Like, what does that do for you? Yeah. It's (laughs) It's all stripped away. We
0: can't even see how fans respond to him aside from like clapping. And it's, It really sucks the juice out of it. And it's like, does he, is it even good for him to win it under these
4: circumstances?
0: And there's been mixed reviews on the heel work that he's done. I liked it. I liked the heel work that he did in the carnival, but a lot of people didn't. A lot of people that were Jake Lee supporters were like, I don't like his heel work. And here I was a guy who gave up on Jake Lee. And I was like, I like his heel work. I seem to zig when everybody else zags on this guy. I don't know, but um, it's probably
4: time to do it. But man, I don't know. I just I'd rather watch Kento Miyahara title matches, though. Yeah, right, right, right.
1: Yeah,
3: we'll see. So that's gonna be that on the twenty sixth. Uh, they're a pretty, a uh, pretty decent show uh, as well on the twenty sixth. They're kind of making this a kind of a big deal. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll obviously watch it next week.
0: You got the card? Or... Uh,
3: let, I can get it in one moment here. Let's get the whole card because there's Let's uh, do the
0: card then end the show.
3: Okay. And, yep. Uh, do, 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 do.
0: Sorry, Gosh. Ring of Honor. You got bumped.
3: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I haven't really actually caught up on <laughs> Ring of Honor, so it's probably okay uh, to do that. Man, why is it not. Fuck, I had it and now I lost it. Is it on.
0: Uh, it's, on it's, it's on their
3: website. It's on their website. It's 2021 Champions Night, uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling right, let's see if I find So it.
1: Yeah.
3: Whoever can, can get there first. The <laughs> place that I thought would have it didn't have it, and now I'm, now I'm, uh, I'm scrambling here.
0: Uh, the place I thought had it, didn't have it either. Yeah, <laughs> and Then you got to translate it. All Japan, personally.
3: This is great. Great, great radio.
0: Should be on .tv, right? The...
3: Uh, but then, no. See, the problem is you got to go to their actual website then to to see it. It doesn't, um...
0: There's no link to the...
3: So you can get see. to the official website by going to the the footer, and it says oh, official yeah, yeah, website. Yeah. But again, this is this is my problem is it's loading and, and uh... Uh, all right. And then it's also very, I found it earlier, but, um, okay. I got it here. Okay. So you have, give as me we the, said, the
0: good stuff, give me the top stuff.
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> how does uh, Koji Iwamato versus your boy, Akira Francesco? How do you like that?
0: Well, the good Italian boy won the junior battle. Of yeah. Course.
3: And he's going for that world junior heavyweight title. Is he going to do it?
0: And he sent out that charming picture with he's his got a new.
3: Yeah. He's got his family. Did you see his other picture? He's got a fresh new haircut, Joe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, he's uh, you see him thanking his family, they were all named like John Carlo. <laughs> yeah, that's a
3: different. great family, yeah. He's
0: tremendous. Um, look, I don't think it, he's gonna win. It doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's hot enough right now to win. He didn't even really feel hot enough to win the tournament, honestly. But it's good to have a new name in the title picture, I guess. But I don't feel like it's his time, and I don't think he will win, and I don't think he should win. Ah, oh, damn it.
1: All
3: right, well, Gaura Ge- uh, TV Championship, Suji Ishikawa defending the title against Yuki Miyamoto or Yuko Miyamoto. And-
0: yeah, I mean Ishikawa will probably. Reti- I mean it doesn't really matter, honestly. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but yeah, what else? What else we
3: got? Uh, some other stuff on there. It's not loaded, but it's a lot of names. I, I would say uh, that match is that matches Oh, the match. rest tags. The rest are kind of tags. Yeah, I thought there was another singles match. Oh, Yoshitatsu versus Nishijima. Nishijima, what? it's a Road to Royal Road Strong Style. Heterogenerous fighting battle third i don't know I don't, that don't might know just that be other, a terrible translation there uh, i don't yusuke, know who the other wrestler is uh, nishijima wrestler. i don't know who yusuke nishijima is it an
0: is. intergender match or something uh, i don't know i don't know who that other wrestler that is, is. You're, you're, either, so. you're either botching a name or it's someone i never heard of i don't know
3: oh he's like a, a box uh, a kickboxing mma guy so Oh hey, bad, guy. Bad, uh, great Terrible work shoot fighting with Yoshitatsu. That should be great.
0: That could be train wreck off.
3: <laughs> that should be. Yeah. Uh, it should be pretty good. Uh, yeah, the rest of it's just random tags. Um, okay. Sushi right. is on the show. Sugi is on the show, your guy. Did you see Sugi, the thing that yeah, I... He... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Sugi worked at Junior Battle of Glory. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's good to see him anywhere that's going to make tape
3: honestly uh did you see the uh, tweet I sent out about uh, about a, a wrestling observer line I found about sushi uh, from back yes. in the day <laughs> so yes. let me read this for you if you haven't seen it we got a few minutes so I'm going through it for the uh the slam anniversary show uh slash voices of wrestling um, uh, I'm going through various uh you know wrestling observers to find stuff and I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to find the exact quote here um between, <laughs> but it was uh it's who eventually turned out to be sushi so okay June 9th, 2008, Wrestling Observer. So this is a uh, TNA news note here. Akira Raijin, who eventually would become Sushi, had a tryout at the last tapings. Told he looked good, but nothing spectacular. Doing a style described as a cross between Keiji Muto and Chris Benoit. Ugh, yes. When, I think of sushi, <laughs> when you think of Sushi. Yes. You think, this guy, he's good. He's not spectacular, but he definitely reminds me of K. G. Muto and Chris Benoit. (laughs) Absolutely. Because when you see a wrestler and you think, eh, he's not spectacular, but he reminds me of, I don't know, two of the best wrestlers ever.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, you think you'd name two mediocre guys. Right,
3: right. He reminds yeah. me of, you know, Kevin Von Eric and then like some dude, you know what I mean? And it's just like, eh, okay. Or like, I don't even know what you would say sushi reminds you of, but. The
0: Kevin Von Eric slander here. Oh, man. I'm just, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to break your balls. But, but like,
3: uh... I also, I'm, I'm trying to think in my head, I've seen sushi wrestle many times. What did he do in that TNA tryout as a Kira Raijin? That reminded anybody of a cross between Keiji Muto and Chris Benoit. Or Who gave him this report? Was it basically just a, a, an American guy who saw a Japanese guy and thought, hey, yeah, it looks like Great Muta? <laughs> like
0: his... I'm trying to think what a cross between Keiji Muto and Chris Benoit would even look
3: like. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I, I don't think it looks like a Raijin because he also like, did eventually work for TNA and he wasn't that there and he isn't that as Sushi. So I don't know. Suicide. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Like. K. G. Muto's deliberate movements combined with the rapid wolverine's
3: friend. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. They don't even <laughs> wrestle the same. Like, right. Like, Keiji Muto's a very deliberate guy that, like, spams certain moves and Crispin Watch chops the fuck out of you and is intense the entire time. And then, you know.
0: I guess Muto's, okay, prime K. G. Muto, not the old version, but, like, when he was in his prime. He was very deliberate in his movements, but he did sh- he did have sudden strength. Like he did sure.
3: have Yeah, explosive. he would do that moonsault out of nowhere. He would like jump up and hit the moonsault in five seconds, and it looked cool. His well. offense
0: yeah. was explosive. I yeah. would describe him as explosive. But Chris Benoit was just a frenetic ball of energy at all times. Like he he always seemed like he was on edge, which is a little ominous. <laughs> that's
3: a little ominous to <laughs> what eventually happened. Yeah. But,
0: yes. but it's like that's where the big difference is. You know, yeah. Muto was very deliberate in his movements and he always felt like his nickname was the wrestling genius because it's like his, you know, in kayfabe, he was a step ahead of you and he was, he would stalk you, but he was explosive. And Benoit was explosive, but Benoit was more, I don't know. It just doesn't make any fucking sense.
3: There you go. I just thought that was a, a yeah. hilarious thing, but uh, Slam Anniversary synopsis. Patreon.com slash voice wrestling. $5 tier to hear all those. Uh, covered the 2005 King of the Mountain match. That was good. Covered the 2016 in the mountain match. That was horrendous. So thankfully TNA uh, very quickly got back on track with being having terrible, terrible matches. So, all right. right. Anything else, Joe, We want to plug?
0: No, I'm already drinking my Coke Z. You're
3: ready. Yeah, patreon.com. I didn't think I was going to
0: be be asked to speak again. No, you're good. No, drink that Coke Coke Z. Z.
3: You're good. You're good. uh, Lanzer reviews five matches, including the hyped Joshi match, where you'll find out if Joe will ever watch Joshi again. What he thought of the match. We talked about it a little bit last week. (laughs) but did not come to a conclusion. as Joe would not reveal his opinions on that match last week. That was That's
0: on the $1 tier. That is on the $1, the $1 tier,
3: $1. practically yeah. giving that away a tremendous yeah. review. And that's, it, that's just one of five matches you have reviewed on the Lanzer Reviews Five Matches because it's called Lanza Reviews Five Matches. So you're I'm going to
0: give you the next five of them? Five matches.
3: Yeah, you got them? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, I got my, my notes here. Um, Laredo Kid versus Latico for the AAA Cruiserweight title. Bobby Lashley versus Xavier Woods. Hell in a Cell. Gavin McGavin versus Marcius Pitt.
3: Oh, from, that's gotten five-star. Kevin, Kevin on our website, five stars for that match. So
0: From EPW, yes, yeah, so we've got three different countries there. Someone sent me this, this Daniel Garcia match from a promotion called Daddy Yeah Promotions.
3: <laughs> Daddy Yeah Promotions. Is that an that's RP account or no?
0: It's called Daddy Yeah Promotions. It's Daniel Garcia versus a man with the last name Lee. I've never heard of him. I don't know anything about him. And I didn't write down his whole name in my notes, but his last name is Lee. So I wanted to do this, number one, because it's a Daniel Garcia match. Number two, because it's against a wrestler I've never seen before, and that's always interesting to me. And number three, because it's a promotion called Daddy Yeah Promotions. Yeah, you could scratch
3: Sorry. off the I have watched a Daddy Yeah Promotions match this year in 2021. So yes.
0: Daddy and then Yeah match-
3: Promotions. Okay.
0: All that's right. what it's called. Daddy. Yeah. Productions. I got it wrong. Productions, so. Sorry.
3: Daddy. Yeah. Productions. Okay.
0: I don't even think it's cage. I don't even think it makes cage match. So
3: where, where is this located? Here. Like what town um, or region is this?
0: I don't know, but I have to go to some weird Facebook page to watch the match.
3: <laughs> so that's always a good thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm going to watch that match. And then the fifth match is still up in the air. So that'll be the next batch. I haven't decided on the fifth match. To the people who sent me matches, if you sent me YouTube links, they're saved, and I will get to all of those matches eventually, but it might not be in this batch. When I ask for matches, if you send me YouTube links, I'm 99.9% positive I'm eventually going to watch and write a review. If you just send me matches, I might forget about them. I might not write them down. I like working with the YouTube. I like the YouTube because I can click save. It goes on my little list you know what I mean? It's more organized that way. Right, right, right. You're rolling the dice if you just send me the name of a match. If it doesn't catch my attention in the moment, I'm never going to fucking remember it, and I'm not
4: going to review it. You send me a YouTube link when I ask for shit, I'm clicking that little fucking watch later, and I'm going to get to it.
3: Uh, So Daddy Yeah Productions is based in Buffalo, so... Daniel oh, okay. Dan didn't have to go very far, so he just rolled out of bed and and, and worked it. So that's good, good. Because I'm wondering how far did he travel for Daddy Yeah Productions, but uh, the answer is not very far. So good. I wonder good him, if
0: Brandon so. Thurston Howard ever worked Daddy. I was gonna say better,
3: better dust off those boots.
0: Yeah, you pandemic's know? almost over. No yeah, course. what do you do?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know what shape is this guy even in.
0: Look, I get not working during the pandemic, personal yeah. choice. Time to get back in there. Pal. Let's
3: go. Yeah, dust those boots off. Get on those ropes. He's got to, Yeah, I mean that's gonna be hard to get back to the ropes. And yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah.
0: Yeah, who knows if this guy can even go anymore? Did he? Did he put on the uh, pandemic twenty?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I said. Is what kind of shape is, is Brandon in? Yeah, we'll see. He, can he even go with Daniel anymore? Because Garcia, I mean, just, you know, talking pure trajectory. I mean, Garcia's on the on the rise here, and uh, you
4: know, Brandon.
0: Well, you know, Garcia put him in the rear view in twenty nineteen. You're right. You're right. He there. did. So, yeah, he did. He proved who the better man was. I think there's no doubt. Oh, about Oh, un- un-
3: definitively proved who the better man was. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. so. I but know. I mean, Thurston, get your nose out of the spreadsheets and get back in the ring. You <laughs> right. yeah.
3: Close that laptop and let's go.
0: I mean, geez. Daddy you know,
3: App Productions, baby. It's right in your backyard. Let's go.
0: The impact demos aren't going anywhere. You can get back to that. <laughs> okay. Let's get back in there. There you
3: go. Anyway. That is, uh, that is the Voice Wrestling flagship. So anyway, uh, details on the uh, New Japan Gleet uh, relationship. You got that on there. Slammiversary synopsis. Lands reviews five matches, the ones we talked about right there. That's all at Patreon.com slash Voices Wrestling. Everything else we do is at VoicesofWrestling.com. At Voices Wrestling on Twitter, but don't follow because that's stupid. Do not do that. But if you want to on Twitter, it's at Voices Wrestling. But do join the Discord at voiceswrestling.com/discord. slash Discord. That is actually good. Twitter is actually bad. And uh, that is it for Joe. And, uh, and myself. So we'll talk to you next time on The Voice Wrestling Flash.
6: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more,